Hallelujah. So, pra so praise Yah for his mercy. Yah is good and his mercy endures forever. And that's the truth. So praise Yah for you all joining us this morning as we begin to get ready to study the word of Yah. Let me turn my camera on so y'all can see me. Hallelujah. Hope y'all can see me. So we can learn Yah's word this morning. The Most High is good, is awesome, is wonderful, is kind, is marvelous, he's fantastic. He's all of the above. If you had if if you had a multiple choice, a multiple choice said, What is Yah to you? And it says, good and kind, wonderful, fantastic, awesome, amazing. And then at the last one here, all of the above, which would you choose? I use I, I choose all of the above. Me too. Yeah, now, now, now if you don't have a relationship with him, you might just choose one just to get out the way. But if you if you know him like I like 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 I'm trying to know him, you see he everything. He he he's all of that, the bag of chips, the, the potato, and everything. <laughs> the ground that came out of the other root, the, the nourishment, he's the whole nine yards. So hallelujah, I praise y'all for being good, praise y'all for being our strength, praise him for being our salvation. Hallelujah, Shabbat, Shalom, YouTube. All the social media platforms that we own, Shabbat Shalom, everybody on Zoom, Shabbat Shalom, everybody in the house with me. Praise Yah for being good. His mercy endures forever. You know, and that's one thing that we should never, ever, ever forget. Some folks forget Yah's mercy endures forever. Now, a lot of folks forget Yah's mercy endures forever because they go through trials. And because they go through trials, they think he's not having mercy. But when you go through trials, a lot of times that's Yah's wisdom trying to get you to a place. You just got to learn of him and learn of his word to understand things like that. You know, just like when Joseph was going to his brother, his daddy goes to send check on his brother, but it was Yah's will for him to go down to Egypt as a slave. So Joseph's daddy go tell him to check on his brother. So when he get outside looking for him, he can't see him. He see a man over there. And that's that man was his brother. He seen his brother. Man told him they over there somewhere in that valley or that area over there. So when he went over there, they was already conspiring against him. The Bible said they couldn't even talk to him peacefully. Couldn't even talk to him without having a problem with him. You know? And so, so when he get over there, they grab him up, yank him up, and they do something to him. You know, and then Reuben, the older brother, kind of had to talk some sense to everybody. So they put Joseph in, in, a, in a pit and to decide, decide what to do with him. Now, some of his brothers wanted to kill him. Then Reuben wanted to double back later on that night and get him out and get him back to his daddy. But before he could, a couple of brothers sold him into slavery. You know, and so they sold him to the Ishmaelites. So by the time Reuben come looking for him, he was already gone. Now, in Joseph's mind, that's a whole dilemma. And in reality, that brought pain to everybody. That brought pain to Jacob. Them boys went and lied and said that they found his coat, told him with blood all on it, showed it to their daddy. It broke his heart, made his heart drop in the stomach, tore him up. But some of them boys still, you know what I'm saying, having guilt because they know they're lying to their daddy. You know what I'm saying? They know they're lying to their daddy. And at the same time, Joseph going through pain of being kidnapped and then, you know, being um so that's amazing because in the Torah it tells you don't kid don't but you kidnap your brother. His brother, his brothers really deserved death for what they did. Y'all had mercy on them. But putting a tour for us to learn that lesson. But you know, when, when his brothers revealed himself, to, when he revealed himself to his brothers many years later, he said, I'm Joseph. 
He told them the Most High brought me down here for y'all's posterity, even though you meant it for evil. Y'all meant it for good. So sometimes the Most High will take us through changes in life to teach us lessons. And when we learn how to have a relationship with, with him, we will understand those things. You know, but if we don't learn how to grow and learn how to have a relationship with it, then we complain all the time. You know, one thing I think was amazing was is that in the wilderness, when you've seen the children of Israel complaining about what was going on, you've never seen Moses complaining. And I think, about how, how is that? Because Moses heard Yah's word. He heard the relationship with Yah, and he knew what Yah said. They complaining, even though they knew what Yah says too. So I guess the difference between, between understanding the word and knowing the word and comprehending the word is our relationship then. I mean, that's just what I'm thinking about. But anyway, so praise Yah for his mercy, his love and kindness. Praise Yah for his goodness. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and pray. And then after we pray, we're going to uh, dive into the scriptures. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Hallelujah. So, Almighty, we thank you again. We're coming for your presence in the name of Yahushua, Hamashiach. And we thank you for your mercy and your love and kindness. Thank you for being our strength and our salvation. Hallelujah. As we come before your presence, Yah, we do truly humbly ask of you to have mercy upon us and forgive us for all of our sins. Those things we've done, Yah, where it was intentional, those things, Yah, that we've done where it was unintentional. We need your mercy. Yah, sometimes we don't know no better. And even at, even at times we do know better, we don't know, we don't, we don't understand how detrimental the thing that we did, how bad it is, Yah. And so we need your mercy in everything. We ask you to have, have mercy and forgive us for every all wrongdoing, every transgression, all the iniquity, all the sins, yeah. Help us almighty as well to be able to be like you and to extend mercy, to have mercy upon those who don't know, you know, who did us wrong as well, and to forgive them. And almighty, we pray as well, almighty, that you give us again the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Help us grow in faith. We know that faith comes from hearing and hearing of your word. But y'all, as well as you know, Many of us are hard-headed, you know, like Moses was saying, you know, stiff-necked. You know, we are stiff-necked people, hard-headed, man, hard to my head like a rock. You know, telling us that we don't want to believe it. Even we start seeing things come to pass, we still doubt. And let ourselves be overwhelmed by our circumstances. But all might help us to be humble and walk in humility. For your word says, bless are the poor in spirit. For they shall, what does it say? Bless are the poor in spirit, for they what? Shall see you? For this is your kingdom. Bless all the humble, the ones who walk in humility. Yeah, we want to be humble to walk before you. Your word says you resist the proud and you give grace to the humble. So we thank you. We give you the praise in the name of Yahushua Hamashiach. We pray. Hallelujah. Uh, man, let me look that up. Bless all the poor in the Holy Spirit. The poor. But it's, to be filled with what? There's got to be the kingdom. The righteous shall be filled. Those who are going to the righteous, so they shall be filled, and the poor in the Ruach is, is this in the kingdom of heaven. You know, when y'all think about something like that, think about this because, you know, all these years, we think because it says the kingdom of heaven. We really think in our mind that we're going to die and go to heaven and live in heaven for eternity. 
when the Bible don't teach that. The Bible don't teach it at all. John was in the old heaven when he saw the new heaven and the new earth. <laughs> he was. John, in Revelation 5, John was in the Shemayim. He saw one sitting on the throne. The head sealed in his hand, right? And one nobody found worthy. Except for the lamb that was in the midst. He came and took the seal out of the one that's on the throne of the hand. And, and that's in the beginning of Revelation, but in the end of Revelations, it says that there was a new heaven and a new earth. Right? It's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. We're going to dwell on the earth forever, those who are righteous. And we'll have access to the Shamayim. Now, I don't know if we're ready to go see it to come back, but we have access. Now, look at this and understand this. Now, Adam is the first man. Now, he's not here, but he can tell you how it was before the fall. Adam can. Now, now, Shem can tell you how it was before the flood. But I'm pretty sure before the Most High destroyed the, 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 the planet the first time, Adam and them, he made a whole earth. Y'all made a whole earth. And then when he made a whole earth, he made a place called Eden. And he put a guard in the east of Eden. And he placed a man in his garden, providing for this man. He had water coming from, from the ground, or, or, or springs of water coming from the ground, or a mist coming from the ground, right? And, and Adam and y'all talk. It, it, it's, it's so amazing because Adam was sinless. Let me show y'all something real quick before we get started. I'm just... My mind is just wondering. That's all. We're going to wonder together. Let's look at this. Now, when the Most High created Adam and Eve, and he made, um, um, he brought to Adam, look here. He And the Most High made all these Adams. He, 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 put, he put Adam to sleep. And, and I want y'all to see something now. And the rib which Yahuwah Elohim had taken from man made he a woman. And brought her unto Adam, uh, uh, unto the man. Now, 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 this don't say nothing about the Most High bringing Eve to Adam with his voice. Do it. It said he brought her to Adam. That means I'm believing that, but that before Adam sinned, and before Adam had, had even, you know, fell like that, he was probably able to see Yah. He was sinless. It wasn't until after Adam fell that he couldn't see y'all anymore with his own eyes. Probably because y'all was so set apart and Adam won because Adam had seen him. But when you look at verse three or verse eight of Genesis three, and they heard the voice of y'all, they the voice of y'all came. Um after Adam seen, and Adam ran from Yah's voice. Because he is sin, he wants to have the part no more. So I'm believing that after after the resurrection, and there'll be a new heaven, a new earth, we'll be just like Adam was before he sinned. And we'll be and we will be able to live in the land that the most high promised Abraham. And how can I see this? How do I know this? Because when you look at Matthew chapter number eight, this was the Messiah himself said out of his own mouth. 
Matthew 8 and 11, he says, And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and from the west. Are they going to come from the east of heaven? I mean, the east of heaven and west of heaven? Are they going to be on the planet Earth? And, and they're going to come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. We say that we're in heaven, and we think we're going to die and go to heaven, but if the kingdom of heaven, how come it can't mean that y'all rules everything? Man, let me tell you something. One Pharaoh in power at the same time Joseph was? <laughs> wasn't he? And he told Joseph, Joseph, you got power everything, you just can't have a throne. The throne of mine. You know what I'm saying? And he can mess with his wife. Everything else he had access to. So we I think we didn't got bamboozled. But the thing, but, but the thing about it is, is that many of us don't take our time to read, or those of us who do read and don't have that understanding, is your lack of understanding comes to your lack of having a relationship. I don't think the most high turn anybody away who diligently seek with their whole heart. I don't believe that. I believe if you humble yourself to the most high and you diligently try to try to seek Yah with your whole heart, that he reveal himself to you. Man has lied to us. Like, like, like I was gonna tell my wife, I was gonna tell my wife, you know, this morning, I'm gonna tell y'all too, now since we all on YouTube and we live and in person and all this stuff on Zoom. Quit saying it. And I'm warning, this might offend some of y'all, but you gotta show me in scripture to prove me wrong, or you just have to stay offended. But quit saying that the most high is the is, is the God of the universe. Quit saying that, because the Bible don't say that. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Now, you got folks saying that, saying it sound deep, so you be, oh, king of the universe. You know, you know, you know how they be talking. Blessed are you, Yahoo, Lord God, king of the universe. Show me in the Bible that. Listen, we Israel, we're not Jewish. The Bible said the most high made the heaven and the earth. You believe a man because you said, well, you know, man advanced and he can create, we go to space. But I mean, they can show you pictures, but they got AI too. You don't believe AI, a real man, but you believe a moon, you believe Saturn, Uranus, and Venus, and Mars, and Mercury. I mean, sometimes we caught up on certain things. I, I don't have faith in man. I think y'all is smarter than man. And I think men lie. And I believe people tell us anything to get us to believe whatever they want us to tell, tell us. Just like people told you that you was black. And black is a color. This more control I got right here is black. The screen right here, this part is black. We got all that scenario. You, you talking about you? We say Russian. Y'all say Russia. Chinese. Y'all say China. Jamaican. Jamaica. Black. <laughs> U.S. <laughs> and you believe? And you believe you black? Or you believe you African American? Most of us don't even know our history past sixteen nineteen. I just wanted to bring that out. The thing is, you are. I think that we need to pay more attention. 
stay focused. The most high is the king of the, of the heavens and the earth. The Bible say that. Even if there's a universe, it, um, it, 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 yes, it's red and your color is brown. That's right. I'm not black, I'm brown. Who said that? Somebody else said that. KRS1. I'm not black, I'm brown. <laughs> right, we brown. Mm, black. Thank you. They tell us so much stuff. And the thing is, we believe what somebody tell us. I was wondering, you see, you, you see some folks that, that they're 104 years old, 110 years old. One man said he was a, he was a, over 100. He said he got over 100 because he was smoking and drinking. That's how he got over 100, smoking and drinking. Then some one man said he got over 100. He over 100 on my, my, my point. Somebody, one man got over 100 because he said he was um, uh, minding his own business, didn't get anybody else's business. Then some people said they got over 100 by eating healthy. You know what I'm saying? But then you got some folks who exercise every day and die in their 20s. Some who smoke all the time and die in their 20s and 30s. Some who eat healthy. So I think that the most high is the one who governs our life. Not saying that we shouldn't do right things to take care of ourselves because we should. You should eat healthy. You know, we should exercise. We really should, you know, I, my, I myself at times find myself guilty of not doing both of them. You know, sometimes I, I get lazy and don't want to go walking because I get the itching. You know, sometimes I want that that that, uh, that that fried chicken every day. I want that 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 that, 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 that chicken wings all the time. But I think that the, the Bible says that if we live a righteous life, if we live a, if you live a righteous life, if you live a set apart life, if you live a life, he's in the yard, you can live long from that point of view as well. So I think the overall thing is that many of us need to find, many of us needs to have a relationship with Yah and really see what the Bible is saying. Because it said, it said that they're going to come from the east and the west and shall sit with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom, who is the children of the kingdom? Not Christians. Israel. Shall be cast out in, into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Why? Because Israel, the ones who are close to y'all, who heard y'all audibly speak from that mountain, are the most hard-headed people you ever run across. Don't believe none. Don't believe the prophets, but you will believe the Gentile. I know I heard Samuel's feelings when they came to Samuel and said, Man, your sons are stealing you to put his son down. Told him he was too old to lead him or whatever. And they want a king like the other nations. And that's how many of us are still today. We want to be like the other nations. When the Most High said he made you above the nations. Israel is the only, I don't mean the Jewish folks over there now because those are not the true Israelites. The Most High, you will never go nowhere anywhere in the Bible and see what y'all promises to bring the Jews back along. He don't. He promised to bring all Israel back. You never see nowhere in the Bible 
where Yah said you're going to live in heaven forever, he said there is a resurrection. The, the Jewish people, that's in the Jewish people, he's going to bring all the, all the Hebrews, the 12 tribes, but not only the 12 tribes, but also the stranger. Those who have the faith of Abraham, they're going to be able to come as well and listen to the wisdom of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm just show y'all something because I'm being led by the Most High, so I might as well continue to keep on speaking it. Listen to what the Most High told Israel to Joshua. Because y'all see by this covenant, Joshua 24, 1, and Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers, and they presented themselves before Elohim. And Joshua said unto all the people, thus says Yahuwah, Elohim, Yasharal, Israel, your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old times. Even Terah, the father of Abraham, the father of Nahor, and they served and they served other gods. On the other side of the flood. That means before the, before Yah destroyed the world with the flood, he talking about then. As I thought back, he going. Now, 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 now listen. <laughs> What's amazing to, to just to that, I'm gonna keep on reading to that though, is this is that when Abraham had went to rescue Lot and came back, he met he met uh the priest Melchizedek from Shalem or Jerusalem. You know, uh there had to be a man of a great stature for Abraham to submit himself to him like that. He tied it to him. They did sacrifices. That man spoke of Abraham's life. Now, who was that man? Now, I believe for sure. Now, we 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 could go down and look at Yahusha being a high priest. We can't can't talk about that, but I ain't gonna go there for. But I believe for sure there's gotta be at least Shem. Abraham was alive when Shem was still alive. But you gotta remember somebody like Shem with Yah. Shem lived on the other side of the flood as well. Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah and their wives, they lived on the other side of the flood. They, they lived before Yah destroyed the world, and they came over here. So who's going to teach you about Yah? It's got to come down back from Noah to Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So just think about how amazing it is when, when Yah is carrying his word, and you got people that's giving you wisdom from a long time ago. Just like Joshua was talking to them, you gotta remember Joshua, Joshua, Joshua got a little status on everybody, him and Caleb, him and Caleb. Why? Because Joshua and Caleb was in Egypt as slaves. And y'all brought them out through Moses, and they're the only two alive with their families. From their generation, everybody else died in the wilderness. So when they're speaking. And you hear the wisdom of Yahshua, you need to pay attention to that. 
And that's one thing about the prophets. They bring your mind back to remembrance, to Yah's Torah. People say, you know, if, if, we, if, if we didn't have any sin, there'd be no need for a Torah. That's a lie. That's a lie. I can prove it to you. The Torah is Yah's teaches his instruction. Before man ever sinned, the most I had told Adam, but even that tree, that's a Torah. That's an instruction. <laughs> That's the word y'all spoke. Don't eat from that tree over there. The day you, you eat from it, it'll become something you'll die. That's for any man ever seen on the planet. So y'all has always given us Torah from the beginning. See, the most high always been wise and given us wisdom. It just folks don't take their time to look at it and see it. Anyway, and Joshua said unto all the people, does says Yahuwah, Allahim of Israel, your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in the old time. Even to Ra and the father and the, the, the father of Abraham, the father of Nahor, and they served other gods. Nahor was an idol worship. They served other gods. And I took your father Abraham from the other side of the flood and led him throughout all the land of Canaan and multiplied his seed and gave him eyes. So that means that most high allowed Abraham to be born on this side in a new. And I gave unto Isaac, and I gave unto Isaac, Jacob and Esau, and I gave unto Esau Mount Seir to possess it. But Jacob and his children went down into Egypt. And we'll see some of that in, in, in Deuteronomy uh, 26 days, where I think one of them laid off. And I sent Moses, also Aaron, and plagued Egypt according to that which I did among them. And afterward I brought you out. And I brought and I brought your fathers out of Egypt. And you came into the sea of the Egyptians, pursued after your fathers with chariots and horsemen unto the Red Sea. And when they cried unto Yahuwah, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians and brought the sea up on them and covered them. And your eyes have seen what I have done in Egypt, and ye dwelt in the, in the, in the wilderness a long season. Now, push pause on that. And let me say something about that, too. Now, Joshua, know y'all tell the truth. And Caleb, he got two witnesses that um, uh, 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 Yah does because Yah is talking through Joshua while Joshua prophesied to them by Yah saying, and Joshua experiencing this. He, he, he didn't experience it, and he know Yah telling the truth. Now, understand, some of these kids too young to remember. This is next generation. I asked Isaiah last week, do he remember Big Mama? He said vaguely. He was a little boy. But see, I was a grown man when she passed away. I remember her good. So I can talk about her from a whole personal experience that'll give you a conviction to, to make you love her too. But he maybe can't because he don't know her like that. But I was raised from, from a little, from a little, you know what I'm saying, in a little diaper. You know what I'm saying, running around, you know what I'm saying, with snot in my nose. You know what I'm saying, boo boo in my diaper. You know what I'm saying, she probably changed a couple of them, you hear me? Kept me on the tail every time I got bad. To a little young mustache, I remember. I remember when she passed away. And, and, and when she was in the ICU and she told me, make sure I tell them about her king. She called him Jesus, but I said, I'm going to do it. 
but they but they didn't go to the hospital when, when, when they you know what I'm saying they were too sad, you know. That's how you can see Joshua, where he's talking, you know, trying to tell you when y'all speaking through him. Joshua's a witness to y'all. And, and, and why am I saying this? Because most high don't go against his own word. The most high said, "Don't ever believe the word of one witness." <laughs> With regard to what kind of sin? So when Joshua is talking and prophesying, he bearing witness while he's telling them what y'all saying. That would make it so compact, so impactful. You can tell somebody something, then they come to me. You got a witness, and two, three, y'all can say the same thing. It's mind blowing, then ain't it? I mean, I just so anyway. And, 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 and when they cried to Yah, he put daughters between you and the Egyptians and brought the sea upon them and covered them. And your eyes have seen what I have done in Egypt, and ye dwelt in the, in, the, in, the, in, in the wilderness a long season. Now, understand this some of them was 15, 16. Some of them were 17 coming out, 18, 19. Some of them was even 20. Some of them was zero, one, two, and three, and four. And everybody can kind of remember a little bit, except for, you know, two-year-old, you might remember he was four, and you just see some water flowing down past your head. That's the one from the rock, Daddy. You know, because I, I was about four or five. I remember my granddaddy. I don't remember his face, but my mama's real daddy walking past me in the driveway. I'm on a big wheel. I can still remember that now. I'm going to be 50 years old in a couple of days. Few months. That's when I was four. So you know what I'm saying? So so it's it's, it's a lot. It, this is very impactful. And, and, I, and I brought you into the land of the Amorites, which uh dwelt on the other side of Jordan. And they fought with you, and I gave them into your hand that you might possess their land, and I destroyed them from before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose and war against Israel and sent and called Balaam. The son of Beor to curse you. But I will not hearken unto Balaam. Therefore he blessed you still. So I delivered you out of his hand. And you went over Jordan and came into Jericho. And the men of Jericho fought against you. The Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites and the Hittites, and the Girgashites and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. I delivered them into your hand. And I sent the hornet before you and drave them out from before you, even, even the two kings of the Amorites but not without sword, nor without without bow. Now, you know what's amazing? Is that we so boastful about having nuclear weapons. You got Putin, who know that Israel, I mean, in, in verse time, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna, throw, he, he gonna shoot some nuclear weapons and he, 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 he can hit a couple of places in the West. And he did it with that by Ukraine and, you know, trying to say to you, and, um, and uh, if the U.S. interfere or get him stuff. So they have a bit to do now in sending in the Congress about sending aid to uh to Ukraine. Last week, uh Schumer, uh what's what, what's what, what's the house of the, 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 the senator now? He's he's stepping down this, this this election. Oh man, what's his name? He Repub the Republican senator. I forgot his name. McConnell. Yeah, McConnell, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, uh uh, and then uh the house the house speaker, and uh then uh, and uh Jeffries. Uh, the, uh, the 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 on the minority side, they had a, a meeting at the White House with Biden about trying to send aid to to uh, Ukraine, and um you know just just this past week now, uh and then but they talk about the border wall too. So there's a lot of politics going on there as well. But 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 so you got Putin boasting and, and bragging about how he got that, that nuclear weapon, how he can hit the hit the West, 
and, and, and cause catastrophic, you know, make, make things just bad, right? But you know, and, and we get big on that. Even you talk about Kim Young un you know what I'm saying, got nuclear weapons, I hate me shooting stuff now. And in, 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 in the America, you know, in America don't boast of their power. You know what I'm saying? But they got stuff as well. But the most high drove out nations, y'all were hornets. <laughs> you, you, you're a hornet. Egypt was the greatest superpower on earth. Most high used fly, made the water stink with blood. Made it, made lightning strike and kiss things on fire. See, darkness, nobody could move. And we talk like we be. We have no power when it comes to y'all. We just arrogant and conceited. That's why when the, when, the, when the war hit for real us, because it's gonna be a war. You know what I'm saying? And Babylon gonna fall. But look here, when that war hit, you know what I'm saying? For us, we shouldn't fret what man got going on. It's gonna be a war because they're gonna be trying to shoot and blow things up. But the most high gonna roll the hips back like like a scroll. You know what I'm saying? He's going to speak his word. You know what I'm saying? He's going to bring everybody in Israel that died in the faith and who are alive up out their graves. It's going to be a voice of an archangel with a grave shot. And those who are dead in their graves, they're going to come out to the graves first. And then we who are alive remain going to be caught up with them to be with the master in the air. Most high. So may he speak words. He can. He may get in them, blow their trumpets, and throw down their things, and, and men start fighting each other. Most I can use your mind against you. Y'all can take your mind and make you eat and make you eat grass on the ground and make you boo boo like you an animal outside. And when you look up with your hair being long and thing in there, as long as you know you're the most high, ask Nebuchadnezzar. And then when the sons got beside themselves and him and, his, and all of his friends having this party and drinking out of the things from the temple and trying to party, and when the hand rain came down from the wall and his legs got loose, he got the shaking in his knees, and then you told him, well, you do. And he died that night. That came from a finger writing on the wall. <laughs> Heavenly language. <laughs> it wasn't Hebrew. <laughs> uh, uh, that's great. Many, many take a parson, man. So most I said, and I sent hornet, the hornet before you, and drave them out from before you, even the two kings of the Amorites, but not with your sword, nor with your bow. And I have given you a land for which I did for which you did not labor, and cities which you did not build, and you dwell in them. A vineyards and olive yards, which you planted not. Do you eat? Man, the Yah is good. This is why he tell them then. Now, therefore, fear Yah and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the God which your, which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve Yah. And if it seems evil unto you to serve Yah, then choose this day whom you will serve. Were the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell? But as for me and my house, we will serve Yah. And the people answered and said, Elohim forbid that we should forsake Yahuwah and serve other gods. But anyway, I just want to just bring that out to y'all, man. That's amazing to me how we got bamboozled. But the most high, it, it the most high destroyed the world, the, the, the planet. 
to put the planet back to give you an inheritance. And when you get up out of here and you come back, because there is a resurrection. It's, just, it's two of them, though. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, those of us who have salvation, who believe in Yahushua, who the world ignorantly calls Jesus. And let me say something to you. Now, the Jesus of the Bible and the Jesus of Christianity are not the same. Not at all. And also, Jesus didn't do no Easter. No, he wasn't born on no Christmas. He didn't change the Sabbath. And when he talked, he talked about the prophets and the, 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 uh, the Torah. He didn't give five steps to, to freedom. And it wasn't based on how much money you gave to get, to get salvation. It's your obedience to God's Torah. So choose who you're going to serve. You're going to serve the, the most high of the Bible or the most high religion. Because I'm telling you, if you, if you serve, any, if you still talking about you Israel, now, I, I ain't talking about, you know, Gentile. They're going to do that thing. I'm talking about us. You choose who you're going to serve. Remember something now, when the most high, when Jeroboam had split the kingdom, yes, ma'am. When, when, when Jeroboam had, had, had split the kingdom, some of them folks still knew y'all. Remember, you got at least 80 years when David reigned 80 years in Jerusalem. Saul, Saul reigned 80 years too. Saul reigned 80, You have at least 120 years that all Israel knew y'all. It wasn't until Jeroboam son of Nebat built them, them calves that some of them folks started worshiping other gods. But when you look in Tobit, Tobit was talking about the Nineveh where Jonah had prophesied about the destruction and Tobit was still keeping the feast. He was in the northern kingdom. So even though the northern kingdom went astray by some of them kings, don't don't mean that some of them folks did not know that them folks did not know better. So when the Most High and Solomon was talking, the Solomon had prayed in First Kings eighty nine or Second Chronicles six and seven. He was telling Solomon how he gonna pluck Israel by the roots, or there'll be a proverb in the byword. It because he knew how the people was gonna do and what Jeroboam was gonna do. Go ahead, Lady Battle, and I'm gonna go ahead and start this lesson. Praise Yah. Gentile. A Gentile is another nation. Those who are not Israel. Who made me the understanding on what a Gentile is. That's what a Gentile is. Or stranger. Gentile just, just simply means another nation. Somebody who's not a Hebrew. That's what it means. And um, can Gentiles have salvation? Yes. Can they know y'all? Yes. Can they receive Mashiach? Yes. Do y'all love him? Yes. <laughs> he tell us to love the stranger. Hallelujah. Huh. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started. I had to do my little, my little I got to do my little tangent every now and then before I get started. Anybody got any comments or questions on what I just said though before I get started? Well, praise him. Hallelujah. And it shall be when thou art come into the land, which your who your mighty one give you for an inheritance, and possess it and dwellest therein, 
that thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring unto uh, which thou shalt bring of thy land. Excuse me. No, uh, David. David uh, I, I meant David was uh, reigned forty years. Saul reigned forty years. David reigned forty years, and Solomon reigned forty years. I, and I was going to say, um, Saul, uh, Solomon, and David was eighty years. I, I'm just talking too fast. But then I thought about Saul, and so forty plus forty plus forty is what one hundred and twenty. Thank you. So at least at least, at least one hundred and twenty years, they knew about Yah. <laughs> that's why y'all was so upset and distraught he was mad Jack ready to whip him one uh, that thou shalt take of the first fruits of all the fruit of the earth which thou shalt bring which thou shalt bring of thy land uh, that the, that Yahuwah your mighty one give thee and shall put it in a basket and shall go unto a place which Yahuwah your mighty one shall choose uh, to place his name there. And if you wonder why I'm saying Yahuwah, I'm going to see the word Lord, because that's, that's what really, really, the word is really there. It's Yah's name. Now, I, I know this just says Yehovah, but this right here in the Hebrew, yes. Oh. Oh, wow. Can y'all see the? I see that. Hmm. We can see it now. It just takes a minute for it to register. Okay. So you see the word Yehovah. This is um Hebrew, but it's more so got that German sense. Of it. It's va, 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 yud, hey, va, hey. And then the, the paleo, it says, uh, it, 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 it's, it's a wa. So you hear people who do the paleo, Hebrew be like, Yehovah. And then, and then some people say Yehovah. And, but then this right here, though, uh, this is this is the you the hey is the vibe and the hey this sign right here these two little dots is wow they go yeah and then this little T shape is an R a strong R so it's a and then this 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 up top above this vibe what they call a colon it gets the ooh sound so it's a Yahua is 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 how some folks pronounce it now I don't think the most I gonna get us for saying Yahua Yahua Yahovah or Yahawa because we all learning so I don't think I don't think he gonna necessarily kill us for that because we, we grew up speaking English. <laughs> you know, he ain't going to hold it against you. So if you say Yehovah, Yahuwah, Yahawah, hey, dude, I don't think y'all going to get you. But my my, my reason, uh, they, yes, they're going to say Yahuwah. Yeah. So, uh, but my reason for saying what I'm saying is because the word Lord, when you see the word Lord right here, it's really Yah's name. And then the word God is the is the is, is the plural word Elohim. This is Elo, El, Elohim. So this is an olive, a lamet, a, a, a hay, a yo, and a a, 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 a mim, a mim, a mim. Then you got that little uh, 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 little dot. You get the him sound and the L sound, and they got the colon again. Anyway, so but some people say Elohim, Elohim. And the word Elohim does not mean God. It's actually a plural word. It means magistrates. But it don't mean Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost neither. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 it means mighty ones. It means power. So we can be mighty ones. 
uh, an angel is a mighty one. You know, uh, Mashiach was talking to them in, 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 uh, in John 6. And he quoted Isaiah 54, 13. He said, he, he said y'all going to be taught of Elohim. And I know, I know a lot of teachers do a lot of explaining. I, I got to uh, explain this. So he, he, he said, y'all going to be taught of, uh, of, uh, of Elohim. And he was talking to the, to the Hebrews who didn't believe it. But he was telling them about him um, being the bread from heaven. And so it says, and, and thy children shall be taught of Yahuwah. And gracious your children. So when he was so, so this is Yah right here. So now when Mashiach was talking to John 6, he was telling them he was the son of Yah, and you're gonna be tired of me. So, so so the word God is, is, is not a name. His name is not God. He has a name, his name is not Lord. And um, and 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 and, and, and the reason we should identify and give him a name because you got people who, who are Islam who say Allah and I and it's a title, and Allah in Arab in Arab in Arabic means um um uh God. So then in Buddha, you might you might see a God when you watch some Chinese movies and they be Quran, they be saying God, God, but they be talking about Buddha. So you gotta figure out what God you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the God of the Bible, his name is Yahuwah. And he, he's an Elohim. When he met Moses, he said, I am the Elohim. Elohim, the mighty one of your fathers. You know what I'm saying? But then he said, my name is El Shaddai. El Shaddai or the almighty power. You know, or the almighty, you know, so. And that's how Abraham them doing. So when you see me doing the, using the word Lord, I'm just saying y'all's name instead of the word Lord. And thou shalt go unto the priests. That, that shall be in those days and shall say unto him, I profess this day unto Yahuwah your mighty one, that I am come unto the country which Yahuwah swore to our fathers to give us. And the priest shall take of the basket out of thine hand and set it down before the altar of Yah, your mighty one. And thou, and thou shalt speak and say before Yahuwah, your mighty one, a Syrian ready to perish was my father. And he went down into Egypt and sojourned there with a, with a few. And became a nation, great, mighty, and populous. And the Egyptians evil entreated us and afflicted us and laid upon us a hard bondage. And when we cry unto Yahuwah, and Joshua just prophesied something, didn't he? And when we cry unto Yahuwah, Allah, him of our fathers, Yahuwah heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. And Yahuwah brought us up from, up, and Yahuwah brought us up forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with a great and with great terribleness and with signs and with wonders. And he had brought us into this land, into this place, and, and have given us this land, even the land that flow with milk and honey. And now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which thou, O Yahuwah, has given me. And thou shalt set before Yah, thy mighty one, and worship before Yah, your mighty one. And thou shalt rejoice in every good thing which Yahuwah, your mighty one, have given unto thee, unto thine house. Um, thou and the Levite and the stranger that is among you, when thou hast made an end of tithing, all, all the tithes of thine increase, the third year, which is the year of tithing, and has given it unto the Levite, the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, that they may eat within thy gates and be filled. 
Then thou shalt say before Yahuwah the mighty one, I have brought away the hollow things out of mine house and also have given them unto the Levite and unto the stranger, to the fatherless and to the widow, according to all thy commandments, which thou hast commanded me. I have not transgressed thy commandments, neither have I forgotten them. I have need, I have, I have not eaten thereof in my mourning, neither have I taken taken away out thereof for any unclean use, nor given out thereof for the dead. But I have hearkened to the voice of Yahuwah my mighty one, and have given and have done according to all that thou hast commanded me. Look down from thy set apart habitation from heaven and bless thy people, Israel, and the land which thou hast given us, as thou swearest unto our fathers a land that floweth with milk and honey. This day, Yahuwah, your mighty one, have commanded you to do these statutes and judgments. Thou shalt therefore keep and do them with all thine heart and with all thy soul. Thou hast evoked Yahuwah this day to be thy mighty one and to walk in his ways and to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and to hearken unto his voice. And Yahuwah have evoked this day um, this day to be his peculiar people as he has promised thee and that thou shouldest keep his all his commandments and to make thee high above all nations which he have made in praise and in name and in honor that thou mayest be a holy people unto Yahuwah your mighty one as he have spoken. Hallelujah. Let's go for it. And it shall be when you are coming to the land which Yahuwah your mighty one giveth thee for an inheritance and possess it and dwellest therein. That you got that, that, that thou shalt take. Look, let's look at this. Now, let's put I'm gonna show y'all something in a second. That thou shalt take of the first fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of thy land that thou, that Yahuwah mighty one giveth thee and shall put it in a basket and shall go unto the place which Yahuwah your mighty one shall choose to place his name there. Um, first question I want to ask is when they, when they first went into the land, when they first got into the land, now when they first came to the land for the first time, they came in on in the, in the month of Abib. But when they're in the land, and when I was in the land, what where is the place that Yah first had his name? Before when they, when they, when they first came to the land before Jerusalem. Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai, and then when he gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Yeah, so Ruth said Mount Sinai. I thought we're talking about in the land. Yeah. Oh, they get he gave him the Torah or the ten words in the wilderness. When they when they when they got to the land, yeah, the Ark of the Covenant. Before they lost it, Shiloh. Yeah, can anyone can answer? Shiloh. Jerusalem was not. Shoot, Jerusalem wasn't chosen to be the place to put until about for five hundred, about four hundred ninety-one years while they was in the land. 
Yeah, because Solomon, Solomon, when Solomon started doing the, doing the, uh, David went and got it back, but Uzzah died, and then y'all start blessing Obed Edom's house. But it, it, the place wasn't the place was chosen. Now you go Second Chronicles. David gonna start talking because that's too good. We put it out alone. But when Solomon began to reign, okay, let's look at some. And people say, I heard a man the other day told me, I ain't gonna say his name. I'm gonna say his name. Come on, some ain't no, the Bible don't have no months in it, no Hebrew months. That's when I said, I'm done talking to you because you ain't read the Bible to, for you to say what you just said. So anyway, and it came to pass in the 480th year after the children of Israel would come out of the land of Egypt. So 480 years after they came out in the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel. In, in the month of Ziph, <laughs> which is the second month, that he began to build the house of Yah. So now, so, so is it 480 years, including the four years of Solomon's reign? Or is it 480 years and then, and then Solomon, fourth years? Is that 484 years? What y'all think? That Solomon started, so, so, so 480 years is when Solomon began to reign over... Um, Israel, and then a four hundred, and then the fourth year of his reign. So you got four hundred eighty-four years right here. So four eighty-four, right? So now when Solomon is doing, what he doing, and he doing it big, based on what David showed him, told him to do in Second Chronicles, um, right here. And in the eleventh year, in the eleventh year, in the month Bull, which is the eighth month, was the house finished. So in the four, in the eleventh year, in the month bull was the house finished throughout all the parts thereof, and according to all the fashion of it. So it was so so he was seven years in building it. So he built it. It took seven years to build it, eleven years to finish. Is, is that what it's saying, Isaiah, Malachi, Lady Battle, Ken, Heather Chanisi, somebody, June. Messman, Cameron, Phyllis. The 480 is the fourth year of Solomon's reign, right? Then 84 years. I'm, I'm talking about the last verse now. Was it 11? Was it seven years or 11 years? So, because it, it, it took seven years to build it, that's 484 plus seven. What's 484 plus, plus seven? 85, 86, 87, 88, 89. 1991. It should be 487. What I was saying was, uh, uh oh. Seven years to complete? I don't see no 487. That's why what you said. Uh, it says 480th year from when the children of Israel came out of Egypt in the fourth year of Solomon's reign. Okay, so, so, so. 480th year is the fourth year of his reign. That's what I just asked y'all. This long to answer when I get, when I, when I, when I pass the question. So you say 480 years was the fourth year of Solomon's reign. Right. Okay. And and, and also, and then some people say 
484 years. Okay, so let's go with the 484. The 484 is, is 491. Now, 480 years plus seven years is 487, right? Right. Or is it 11 years? Based off the last down here. In the, in the 11th year in the month, in the 11th year is when everything was finished, but it took him seven to build it. Hmm. So at least, <laughs> so so it, I think it was 487, 88. Between 487, between, between 495 and under. Because if we're going to do 487, then we got to add um, 11, 11 years onto that. You no, know, you just so add three years or uh, four years onto that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 87, 81, 91. If we do 484, we have to add 11 years onto that. Anyway, it goes for 91. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those numbers. So, 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 okay. So, it, 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 it was at least that long before the Ark of the Covenant was placed in the temple where y'all chose to put his name in. Now, we see that also in Second Chronicles 7 and 6. And First Kings eight and nine, so five hundred, almost five hundred years before Jerusalem was what was what, uh, was was chosen to be the place. And before then, it was shallow. How do we know it was shallow? Yeah, Samuel. Then I saw in the uh, Second Chronicles. Where um, David, where the tabernacle was, that's where Solomon used to go sacrifice as well. Right. So now look at let's look at First Samuel. Now there was a certain man of Ramoth and Ramoth Ramoth Zophim of Mount Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jer Jeraham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu. The son of Zuth and Ephrathite. He had two wives. And the name of one was Hannah or Hannah. And the name of the other was Paneah. Paneah had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto Yah of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli. Who was, who was Eli or Eli? The, the high priest at that time. Right. And Hophni. And for Nahas, the priest of Yahweh there. These are two fat boards. And now when we see them going up, this is this is Eli actually y'all keeping the feast. And they're keeping the feast in Shiloh. Because you see it in like Isaiah Second Chronicles, you also see it in Jeremiah when y'all prophesied when he prophesied to him as well. Um as well. So this is what the Most High uh, uh, um, had his name. Also, when you look at First Kings, excuse me, First Samuel nine. So Hannah rose up after she had eaten in Shiloh after they had drunk. The elder of the priest sat upon the seat by the post of the temple of Yah, the, the, the tabernacle. But 
And the Elliston High Priest, the fat dude about four hundred, he's not even when he died, real big, chair broke up against the fence and he died because his 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 this wickedness. So over here again, it says, So so thou shalt take thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of thy land, and and Yahuwah they give thee, and shall put it in the basket, and shall go unto the place which Yahuwah. Your mighty ones that choose to place his name there. So the place they went first was in Shiloh. And then later on, down the line, a few hundred years later, the place was um was Jerusalem. Yeah, it called him heaven. Oh, heaven. So, and thou shalt go unto the priest that thou, that shall be in those days, and say unto him, I profess this day unto Yahuwah. Uh, you're a mighty one. That I am come out of the country. That I am coming to the country, which Yahuwah swore to our fathers to give us. So they they they, they gonna take they gonna take um what your first fruits the fruit the first of all your fruits of the earth your tithe and you are gonna take them to the priest where y'all put his name and thou shalt go unto the priest oh excuse me and the priest shall take up the basket out of thy hand and set it down. Before the altar of Yah, your mighty one. Why is the priest gonna take down before the altar of Yah? Because everything got to come before Yah, and Yah has to approve of it. Now listen, there's nothing new under the sun. You you got to come the same way <laughs> of the Cain and Abel came. Cain and Abel, this is the Torah back in Genesis. Cain and Abel had to come before Yah to present their offerings. The Most High had no respect for Cain, no his offering, but he had respect unto Abel. And the Most High's patterns don't change. We come to the priest, um, and we got to come before we got to come before the altar so y'all can look at it and approve of it or disapprove of it. You know that's amazing. Cause even when you look at that now, and I'm just thinking, and not about this, but just even when you look at Romans twelve. And I and I want to ask a question to y'all. Do y'all approve of you? How you coming for y'all? As far as you present your body as a living sacrifice. If you come with a blemish on you, a bone bone, and all kind of other stuff going on, let me tell you something. <laughs> Even in, in that, it, and I, 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 I want to say, you know, if you can't get past you as far as being obedient to y'all, then I'm going to tell you now he disapprove of you. All that hogwash or the flim flam you want to holler about, he know your heart. Yeah, he does. Your heart is desperately wicked. Yeah, more than the sick. The most I try to reins on your heart by your actions. And when you don't have the faith to put down yourself because you're going to do this, you want to do that, to obey Yah, then you, you already know you're unacceptable. Whether that's coming to you working on the Shabbat, whether that's coming to you keeping the feast, whether that's coming to you loving your neighbor, whether that's coming to you fornicating, whatever it, it, whatever sin you know that you're wrong at doing and you want to try to make you some kind of excuse, you, you lack faith. We're not willing to give up certain things for y'all. We ain't willing to give things up for y'all. I remember one time when I was knee high to a grasshopper, little young mustache boy, I had a connection right here. And, I, and, my, and my wife was my girlfriend. And I liked her a lot. She was finer than cat hair. You know, cat hair fine. Frog hair so fine you can barely see it. 
That's how fine she was. <laughs> anyway, so um, and I had my old pastor came to me. He said, you know, are you putting her before before uh he said God? And I said, no. He said, well, what if God tells you to leave her alone? Would you leave her alone? Now I knew that I, that I wasn't gonna tell no lie. Cause I wasn't gonna give her up. <laughs> We're gonna run like Jonah, Jack. Um, and he said, "What? What? 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 If I most I tell you leave her alone?" And I said, "Well, he God. <laughs> he won't leave me alone. He had a breakup with me. Then he said, he said that then that so be it. <laughs> That's how it's gonna be. And so when I got to her house, or later on got to her house or whatever, she broke up with me. Now, the more that story is, put y'all first. But anyway." A lot of times we'll put things above y'all. Things we feel we love that we can't do without. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and we just put y'all on the back burner. We talk so stupid, most of us, foolishly when it comes to y'all. I'm talking, we talk, man. I think praise y'all when 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 they say that when they say that the most I look at look at the old folks and fools. I praise y'all look out for some of y'all with some of your foolish talk. Woo. He got to get your ignorance. Because you, what you just said, he understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like my brother was telling about one of my brothers, they both of them younger than me, but the one under me was telling the baby one time, he was smoking a cigarette. Every time a kid would, would pull on a cigarette, he'll blow to the side. Then blow front. And Kevin said, told Kevin, if you know how you look when you do that, you'll quit smoking. Some of y'all don't know how you look. If you knew how you look and how you sound, First of all, some of the stuff you'd be saying, you'd quit talking. You would, because you sound, some of us sound stupid on the things we say. But anyway, that's another, another, another story. Um, and the priest shall take the basket out of thine hand and set it down before the altar of Yah. And then you, the individual, speak of your history. And thou shalt speak and say before Yah, your mighty one, a Syrian, ready to perish, was my father. He's talking about Jacob right here. Even though it's saying a Syrian, he's talking about Jacob. That's who went down to Egypt with the 70 souls. We just read it in Joshua's also in Genesis. You know, it's a Syrian. You know, that's what it said. And Syrian read the period with my father, and he went down into Egypt and sojourned there with a few 70 souls and became there a nation, Hebrews, great mighty and populous. And the Egyptians even entreated us and afflicted us and laid upon us hard bondage. Remember Pharaoh said the Hebrews are getting bigger than us. Let's make them slaves. Right here. Now there arose a new king over Egypt which knew not Joseph and he came unto his people. Behold, and he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more mighty than we Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply and it come to pass that when they when they'll follow out any war, they may they join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. Therefore they set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh um the treasures, treasure cities, Python and Ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with bitter, excuse me, to serve with rigor. 
and they made their, their lives bitter with hard bondage and mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field. And all their service wherein they would uh, and all and all their service wherein they were made they made them serve was with rigor. So it says, what? And the Egyptians even entreated us and afflicted us and laid upon us hard bondage. And when we and when we cried unto Yah our Father, Yahuwah heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. And Yah brought us forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with terribleness and with signs and with wonders. And He had brought us into this place and have given us unto this land, a land that floweth with milk and honey. So you remember what Yah has brought you from. You are grateful and you're coming to give back to him. Now, why are they bringing it to the priest? Somebody talk to me, tell me why. One, the priest going to wipe the blood for them. Then also, they didn't have an inheritance. The priest going to do what to them? What for them? Wipe the blood for them. Pour out the blood for them. Because you sound like you said, wipe the blood. No, my bad. We're talking about the, the first fruits. And that's right. The priests are going to, the, 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 the priest's inheritance is, is, is um, Yah's sacrifice. Yah got it. So now, Joshua 13 and 33 says, But unto the tribe of Levi, Gave not any inherit Moses gave not any inheritance, but Yahuwah of Israel was their inheritance, as he said unto them. So everything that belongs to Yah goes to Levi, the priest. So they bring it, they bring it there, and in, in, in they're grateful because of where Yah brought them from, and they're given their and 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 they're given their um. They're, they're sacrifices. They 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 give him what what, what Yah has blessed him with. And now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which thou, O you, who has given me, and thou shalt set it before Yah, your mighty one, and worship before Yah, your mighty one. And now, 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 now look here. Let me explain something. As a question, when were these supposed to supposed to bring this this this, this offering, these sacrifices, these these these, these tithes? During Passover, Pentecost, and Feast of Tabernacles. During the feast. Mm -hmm. So so now, and, and y'all say all men are supposed to appear before him, and, and you are not supposed to appear before y'all empty-handed. So let me ask y'all a question, Nene. When you don't keep the feast, are you obeying y'all or disobeying y'all? Disobeying. Because you not doing what y'all says. And nobody has an excuse not to obey y'all. Mm -hmm. This is why it's important. So now, if if, if if the adversary make things hard for you, as far as, okay, well, I, I don't have the money, or, well, I can just keep the feast over here. We got all kinds of excuses. What you doing? Because I think that the, the, the journey that we take should be worth our while, and it's a journey. Me and y'all, I was talking this week, most I hear it on my heart, 
And we was like, man, sometimes in life, you know, me and y'all were talking, sometimes in life, certain things can become difficult for you. Do y'all think that it was that it wasn't difficult for Mashiach Mama them doing the feast? Check this right here out. When when Yahushua them kept the feast. And I'm gonna show y'all something. Yahushua, Jesus himself, his mama and his daddy them kept the feast. Gonna prove it to you. Luke 2, verse 41. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of Passover. <laughs> That's what the most high said they come to him. And they had to have something. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And they stayed there too all the days. They didn't just go eat the pizza and come back home that night. You gotta understand this right here. It's 12 tribes. They was all throughout, all of them had an inheritance, and they had to travel from wherever they was at to Jerusalem. And I'm guaranteeing y'all. Because Yahushua grew up in that, he, he he didn't grow up in his inheritance. He's from Judah. He was born in Bethlehem, but he grew up in the land of Naphtali. And I can guarantee you that Naphtali was more than a day's uh, uh, walk. Because there's a whole day away when they found out he was missing. Now, after when they had fulfilled the days, they were, as, they, as they returned, the child Yahushua tarried behind in Jerusalem. He didn't even go with him. And they, they thought he was with him. And Joseph and his mother, they didn't even know it. But they supposed him to have been in the company when a day's journey. Look here. Now they, they, they go into the feast, everybody. Now they traveling from far, from far and wide. And they probably thought he was right there with his cousins, Uncle Bubba them, Mom Missy them, cousin Jay and them. Probably over there playing with his little cousin, sleeping over there. Cause you know how family is when we family. If, if you got a family, you got brothers and sisters, and I stay in my auntie's house. I, I, we, 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 when I was young, we, we didn't call our aunties aunties. We call them Ain't It. That's an Ain't It over there. Ain't Jan, Ain't Deborah. I didn't get popular until, you know, uh, proper until my 20s when I heard my wife say auntie. That's an auntie. That's my Ain't It. She said, A U N T I, what the spirit of Ain't It? <laughs> you know? But you know, it was your auntie. You know what I'm saying? Or your auntie, they're they gonna cook, they're gonna make sure you eat, they're gonna put you in the bed, and they're gonna look out for you too, make sure you all right. Why? Because you their nephew, you their niece. So they'll see your mama and your, your daddy around, and then your auntie, they're gonna make sure that you, ain't nobody gonna mess with you. And they're gonna probably take you back, or you just sit over there. Because I don't see your mama them. You know how we go spend out of our auntie house, things of that nature. So Joseph and them had been gone for a whole, over a whole day. They, that they was going, but they supposed him to have been in the company when a day's journey, and they saw him among their kinfolk and acquaintance. They're looking for him now, because they ain't seen him in the whole day. You seen Yahushua, Joseph? No, maybe you seen Yahushua? Go see if he's over there at, at Bubba's Jig house, or in they camp, or they tent, you know, whatever, your, your, your wagon, whatever they driving or you know, walking on. And so now they they mind probably freaking out. They had to leave, and they had already been gone the whole day. And so I don't understand how many more days they had to go. But they had to go back a whole day to go look for him in Jerusalem. And look here, 
And to get back a whole day, it took them three days to find him. So they four days behind. And when they found him not, they turned back to Jerusalem seeking him, and it came to pass after three days. Man, I ain't no telling how that man, mama, and daddy was feeling. I know me as a dad, I'm gonna beat them. Ooh, when I sin, if you I hope you're all right, I can't sleep. <laughs> I hope he's good. But when I sin, if he's good, I'm gonna be, oh, I'm gonna tear him up. I'm gonna, ooh, you don't know how that man will think. I know me, I'm gonna be angry and, con and concerned and worried all at the same time. And, and, and then I'm gonna be happy when I see him. And then, and then, and then when I see him and be happy with him, and then I'm gonna be ready to doggone. Slap, slap five. You know what I'm saying? Because, boy, I didn't have me wearing like this. I could have had a heart attack, boy. Stroking out, trying to, you know, you know how mamas and daddies is. Well, get some, some children, you understand that. If you ain't got no kids, you might not know. But I got children, grown and even grandbabies. And so it took them three days to find him. And they found him in the temple. Sitting in the middle of the doctors and the lawyers. Sitting, excuse me, sitting in the, in, in the middle of the doctors, uh, both hearing them and asking them questions. So you so, so anytime during the feast time, the adversaries are going to always make it difficult for you. Throw things off. Joseph's about to man, I got to get back and get to work. You, you never know what's going on in their mind. They're trying to find you. But, 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 but guess what? They kept the feast with their seven days, traveled a long way. Was off trying to find Mashiach. Took two days to find him. I done traveling back a whole day. That's four days at least. So what gives us an excuse? That, that, that's my question. Because many of us, you know, the Ashley tried to trick me, tried to trick me uh, uh, this morning. You know what I'm saying? About how I teach. Making folks feel sad and stuff. And I'm saying, like, man, the word of y'all is powerful. If you feel the same word of y'all, that ain't me. I'm just giving you the truth. Now, some folks excuse me of being mean, you know, so on and so forth, but that's just how they feel. That's just how they feel. That's just how they feel. Anyway, so now, you, they're, they're, they're to say this, and, 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 and they're grateful because why? It's Yah. It's the most high that gives you the ability to get wealth. It's Yah that provides for you. Don't you know it's Yah that causes them trees to grow out the ground and make and, and make the, 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 the fruit grow on the thing? It's Yah that keep your animals healthy. It's Yah that keep you healthy. It's Yah that does everything for you. Why would you be so selfish and not come and give Yah the praise and esteem and give back to him because you're grateful for what he's done? Oh, my bad. Many of us don't know him. And thou shalt rejoice in, 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 in the feast, and thou shalt rejoice in every good thing which Yahuwah your mighty one have given thee and unto thine house, you and the Levite and the stranger that is among you. And when thou hast made an end of tithing all the tithes of thy increase, the third year, which is a year of tithing, and thou hast given it unto the Levite, the stranger and the fatherless and the widow that they may that they even deny, that they may eat within thy gates and be filled. Now, so that they didn't come bringing twenty five dollars. Excuse me, they didn't come bringing 
two apples. They didn't come bring a little billy goat in his gruff, a billy goat, sheep, lamb, and a little basketball. They brought three years worth. They, every three years they brought. So that means they had to bring enough that's going to last three years until the next time. And they came on by faith. Now this one is to the priest owned up there and the priest became became uh, rich. This was to the, all the Levites. But it was for everybody. For the priest. Also for the orphans. Also for the widows. Also for uh, all the other Levites. They were supposed to give. And we don't give. Let me tell you something when you don't give and think about yourself. You make it hard for the next person. You do. And that's the thing about it. When you're talking about giving, I am. Because when you don't, you make it hard for the next person. How do you have love in your heart making it hard for other folks? Let me show y'all something. Because I heard a man teach this in prosperity gospel. But it, it, it ain't done in the prosperity um, gospel. They lying. It's about everybody. Right here, they came back and started doing Torah. So they won't have to have no bed. You had no beggars around the uh, the apostles. You didn't have no beggars around them. I thought that they were within the community. No beggars. Nobody had to struggle. Nobody had to suffer. Nobody suffered. Nobody suffered around the apostles. When they did what's right, I can prove it because you ain't got to believe me. I just read it to you. That way, we, we if, 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 if you want to come about a lie, call Yah. I mean, you better watch what you said about him because he might get at you. And the multitude of them believed, and the, and the multitude of them that believed were of one heart, a heart, and of one soul. Mashiach put that in John 17. Father, make them as one, and you and I are one. And did he say that? So now, your mind is, is supposed to go back to Torah. Anytime when it comes down to doing y'all's word, the Torah and the prophets. So neither said neither said any of them that all of the things, neither said any of them that all of the things which he possessed was his own. Now this was ours. I got you, bro. Come on, eat. You straight, I'm gonna look out. But they had all things well coming. And with great power, get and with great power gave the apostles witness. Of the resurrection of the master Yahushua, and great grace was upon them all. Now this mess right here don't mean Lord, like um uh, uh in, 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 in the old um uh, uh in the Torah, this means master, sir, you know Adonai, not Yah. Uh, neither was there any among them that what lacked. My question I want to ask you is, do y'all why do y'all think why do y'all think many of us lack? I believe that many of us lack through disobedience. Y'all blows on it. I mean, back here a few months ago, most of y'all had me to read Haggai to tell y'all to consider your ways. Cause you were here in your seal house thing about yours and trying to put off y'all's thing. And y'all said, Well, I tell you what, then you lack. He made them lack because they were so consumed within themselves, they refused to walk in obedience to him. If we got time to do that later on, 
So I got to pay my bills. I got to pay. I got to do this. But how you know the Most High is not able to do more than that? Y'all can do anything. Y'all can pay your stuff for you. Get things wiped off if you obey. You you will never experience it because you will never do it. And if you never do it, then of course that's why you feel like you are because you ain't got no faith. Here you is blaming y'all for your own shortcoming. You know how, how you gonna? I see you. How you gonna know anything if you don't do nothing? You hearing the word of y'all sitting there folding your hands of hallelujah, amen, kind of that low from high, and, and that's it. That make that, that just shows how how foolish you are. The only the only way you gonna even get any kind of result is by doing something first. He told Peter, "Look here, man, go over there, go fishing." Now, Peter, now he had to believe this. Go and go fishing. Now Peter looking Peter looking down. Peter walking to go fishing, and I'm, if, if Peter had eyes like we got eyes, you probably ain't gonna be walking and just see a whole bunch of fish in the water while you're walking past the water. And I don't think he's just gonna go to the edge of the thing and just drop it down like that and fall like that. He had to go and throw it out there, you know what I'm saying, and wait. Then he got, he got to pull it up, and then when it come up, the first mouth, the fish you catch, you open his mouth, it's gonna have, it's gonna have, you know, the corn in his mouth. Take that coin and go pay season tax. Now, how in the world is Peter going to get the result of it if he don't go fishing? He's going to have to go get his rod and reel. Ain't it? Get his worm, grasshopper, liver, whatever they put on it. And he got to throw it out there and wait till the fish bite. Then he got to go pay it. So how you expect to get any kind of result if you don't obey y'all yourself? Go, go ahead, Lady Battle. I'm just gonna say, uh, you should, uh, you should be given the access mm -hmm. by God. He said, "As such as my Father has given unto me, I give unto you." Can y'all hear her? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, but a library quiet today. Come on, you got corn here. I'm saying, um, just as Ebusha had was given access and authority by Yah in order to give unto us, right? And it's a principle in giving when we look throughout the scripture. And I I have been in situations um, where I've heard, well, you know what? You was on my heart and my mind <laughs> to do A, B, C, D. Well, what happened? They ain't done it yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, what happened? Y'all gave you the access. You have the wood taco dash. He, you know, he touched you for me to be on your mind. What happened? Right. And so what happens when it comes to giving to y'all? And to his people through his word. It's right. a principle that works. He gives right. us, enables us to, to gain, enables us to prosper. And all of a sudden we get amnesia. Right. Because, uh, and I'll share this. This leads me to a point. I was led to years ago, a little while ago, to give a particular thing, uh, a specific thing to a person. And when I did it, y'all said, so what took you so long? Mm. When we have selective amnesia and don't apply the principle, people do lack. People do lack. 
And it's and it's sad, but everybody's like, you talking about money. No, you were supposed to stop over this sister's house. You were supposed to go buy that family groceries. You know, we be holding on to things. And then you hold on to them for the worm, you know, uh, to eat it up, the canker worm to eat it up. You know, we want to look at that as having a blessings of y'all, but we eat up our seed. We do not plant. We do not give as y'all has prospered us. So in return, people do lack. And you can see that y'all dealt with Ananias and Sapphira's intentions, but they were supposed to bring it and lay it at the apostles' feet mm -hmm. as it was intended. Right. So I want us to consider that. A lot of times we be like, I'm not giving to over here, I'm not giving over there. <laughs> but you that uh leader or that one may have it in heart to bless a brother and a sister. But because you you in some fog or you ate up the seed that you were supposed to sow, then that brother, that sister lacked. Mm. And Yahushua didn't do it. No. I started, he was giving access. He said, as my father's giving unto me, I give unto you. Excuse me, right. And the principle of giving never changes. Right. We have requirements. Right. And That's just how you feel. The community is blessed, right? Right. You you obeying. Right. Neither was there any neither was there any among them that lacked for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold. And they laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto what? Every man according as he had need. And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted as son of constellation, a Levite. And of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money, and even the, even the Levite uh, Barnabas sold the land, bought it, bought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. Not for the apostles to be bought under control on their feet out there doing 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 the big, but for everybody. Let's look at let's look at something in this the Torah. They was following Torah. Let me show you this. Now you're gonna bring you're gonna bring it before y'all. Look at 2016. And now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which you, O Yahuwah, has given me, and thou shalt set it before Yah, your mighty one, and worship before Yahuwah, your mighty one, and thou shalt rejoice in every good thing which which Yahuwah has given unto thee and unto thine house. You, the Levite, and the stranger that's among you, all of y'all rejoicing. Because all y'all have a need that's being met. All y'all eating. All y'all good. And when thou hast made an end of tithing, all the tithes of thy increase, the third year, which is the year of, of tithing, and has given, given it unto the what? The Levite, the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, that they may eat within thy gates and be filled. Then you shall say before Yah, your mighty one, I have brought away all set-apart things, all hollow things, all Kodesh things, all holy things out of my house and also have given unto, have given them unto the Levite and to the stranger and to the fatherless and to the widow according to all your commandments which you have commanded me I have not transgressed your commandments. So now, um, 
I wonder why the Levi had have have have, have, have land. I, I was one of the two about uh, Barnabas. But um um according to all your commandments, which thou hast commanded me, I have not transgressed your commandments, neither have I forgotten them. So when you don't do these things, are you obeying or disobeying? Disobey. Disobey. We say we love Yah, but refuse to obey Him. Now, I love all my children, but I got zero tolerance for disrespect. Uh-uh. I got zero tolerance for disrespect for anybody. If, me, if you can't respect me, I remove myself from the equation. Cause I ain't gonna be around it. Cause I ain't gonna disrespect you. How you think y'all feel when you don't do? Do you do y'all not think they're disrespectful to know someone still don't do it when the Bible says to him that know and, and and to them to him that knows to do and don't do is a what sin to him. So when we sin against y'all, is that respect or disrespect when we know better? Total disrespect. Most I can tell when you know better. Yep. Yeah. You understand how your mind where your mind at? I have not eaten thereof in my morning, neither have I taken neither, I have not eaten it in my morning, neither have I taken taken away all thereof for any unclean use. But I brought all to you, y'all. Nor give it all thereof for the day. I ain't gave none for the dead. I, I haven't eaten none in my morning through depression or whatever. I haven't I haven't Taking their rub for any unclean use, but I have hearkened Shema, Shema, Israel, to the voice of Yah, my mighty one, and have done according to all that Thou hast commanded me. And we want Yah to bless us, because this is this is how Yah gonna bless you by obeying. Look down for your holy habitation from the heaven and bless your people Israel and the land which Thou hast given us. As thou swearest unto our fathers, a land that flows with milk and honey. Question: Do you, uh, Why does y'all bring a famine on the land? Disobedience, sin. Disobedience. Ain't about sin. Disobedience. Mm-hmm. Idolatry. Idolatry. Judgment. Judgment. Teach a lesson. To war. For the wrongdoing, right? So think about that. When we begin to have famines, even in our own personal lives and lack, examine yourself. Let's see what's going on. Now, if you haven't seen it, it's commendable. Y'all going to bless you, bring you out. He's showing you something. But imagine you being in a position like you are in because of your refusal to obey Yah. You asking Yah to bless you, to move on your behalf, to open up doors for you, to make ways for you, you know what I'm saying? But you ain't doing what, what it takes for Yah to bless you. Because they, they're doing this, and they're saying, okay, Yah, I, I, I'm doing all that you, that you commanded. I hearken to your, your voice. 
Then it said, y'all look down from your holy habitation from heaven and bless, bless your people Israel and the land which you have given us and you swear to our father. They're going to do all this right here. They're going to come bring and give. Say what they say to y'all. Ask y'all to bless them through their obedience. And y'all should do that. This day, Yahuwah, your mighty one, have commanded you to do these statutes and judgments that you shall therefore keep and do them with all thine heart and with all your soul, all your, all, all, all your heart, all, all your labab, 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 all that's within you, all your mind, all your understanding, all your knee fish, all your life, all that's within you, your breath. Everything in you, you people, you, you, you're supposed to do this. Give your whole self to y'all by doing these things. To uh, uh, Thou has a vouch. I don't know what's going on with, with, with the, the screen today. Thou has a vouch. Let me see what that means. Amar, uh, bid, answer, appointed, boast, call, challenge, certify, um, commune, desire, demand, especially indeed in 10. Is, is, is it that word or is it this word? Oh, maybe the Amar then. You have, you, 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 you have. You have you have did what? Appointed yourself, made yourself, became you 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 promised yourself, you declared yourself. Hmm. Let's say you may have declared yourself that you have declared y'all this day to be your mighty one and to walk in His ways and to keep His statutes and His commandments and His judgments and to hearken unto His voice. Let me ask y'all a question. When you get down before the Most High God and you pray, and you know there's things going on in your life, things you're dealing with, things you've done, things you're concerned about, things as you say ways you feel, do you think you're supposed to come to the Most High first and not address the elephant in the room? Like if you sin and you got the conviction, do you think? You're not supposed to bring that up because the most I bring it on your heart to convict you because he's the one that's trying to address the elephant in the room. You got to ask for forgiveness first. You got to ask for forgiveness, begin, but then ask for forgiveness. And you got to do do more than just ask for that. You got to start doing what you're asking y'all to forgive you of. Huh? You got to start doing what y'all says to do once you ask for forgiveness. Mm hmm you got to start walking in them ways. You ask for forgiveness and still doing the same thing. Is is That's called you're going to receive unforgiveness. I, I was kidding. You're going to receive uh, uh, nothing because you don't mean it. Repent, Repenting don't mean you're just sorry. Excuse me. The word repent is also an action word. It's a verb. It's something you do. It's an action you take. You change your mind. You begin to do better. All kinds of folks be sorry for things they said. Oh, I'm sorry. And you and you'll go right back with after your crocodile tears. You got finished again. All that stuff your nose, and you go right back and do the same thing. It's like a person fornicating and get a scare. You know, hope I ain't got no HIV. Hope I ain't got no gonorrhea, no syphilis, no. Herpes, hepatitis C, chlamydia, and you scared. 
till the results come back. I remember when I went to Job Corps back in 1994, and, and when we go to Job Corps, I wasn't doing nothing, but I was so scared. So I go to Job Corps, I was 20 years old, I go to Job Corps in 1994. <laughs> and so we had to take a, take take drug tests and, and uh, also HIV tests and all that stuff. And so they called me and they're like, Carrie, you should come to the office. And I was so nervous and I ain't done nothing. And the lady was just so talking. And I said, I ain't done nothing. And I was scared that I had HIV. I was for no reason. And she said I was negative, man. I was, whoo, goodness gracious. But imagine if you had done something and that, that, that fear in your mind, that, that you, if you got the heebie jibbles, you know, the heebie jeebies through your disobedience. <laughs> it's good to always obey so you won't have to be having that feeling in your heart that fear and Yahuwah have about this day he has declared to the this day uh, to be his to, to be his peculiar people to be his strange person no to be his treasure so gula to be his wealth to be his special treasure listen uh, as he has promised you that you should shamar, guard, keep, defend, uh, take heed to observe, that you should shamar all his commandments and to make thee high above all the nations, Israel, which he has made in praise and in name and in honor, and, and that thou mayest be a set-apart people unto Yah, Kadosh, a saint, holy, unto Yah, the Almighty One, as he has spoken. So when you don't do these things, that's why it's important. Let me tell y'all, we, we talk about we love Yah, man, and, and, and we're, we're, man, we be, t t t you be, come on, tell the truth. No, you be lying. You need to tell the truth one time about something. It be hard to obey y'all when it comes to our own feelings. I'm talking about look here. It be hard to give it up. Did y'all know that before Mashiach, before Peter met Yahushua, that he could that he could already swim? Peter was a fisherman. If he could, if he was a if he couldn't swim, he better have his best on. But I'm believing, but I'm believing that Peter was a fisherman. And, 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 and I'm gonna tell you something that's, that's, that's heavy, heavy on my mind right now. In order for you to get past how you feel, you got to have faith. If you can't have, you can't have faith being stuck in your feelings. I ain't no such thing as blind faith. It's, 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 it's a such thing as obedience. Faith is obeying God. Even if you ain't never seen it. That's why what was so amazing when most I told Adam, if this tree you're going to die, Adam ain't never died. He the only man, he the first man that made it. Adam ain't stepped on no bug, smashed no ant. Adam ain't cooked him no kind of steak. He ain't baked, brought, or grilled no chicken yet. Ain't nothing ever died. He ain't seen no leaf with up and die. The season ain't changed like that. He had to have true faith 
in order not to die. And he didn't. And instead of him being persuaded by Yah, he was persuaded by something he was supposed to be leading. You got to have control over it. Most how I was trying to teach Cain the same principle, just through another way. When Cain came for his sacrifice, he said, why are you looking so all, all bad? You over there with your face all frowning and stuff. You count all down. Then I tell you what, if you do good, won't you be accepted? Then he said, you violated my Torah. You're going against my word. You're doing wrong. Sin is lying at your door. What is sin? Is sin is indeed violation of Yah's word, of the Torah, of the law. It's desires to have you. But you can overcome it. Don't you know you don't have to give in to the thoughts in your mind? You can just obey Yah and see what that's going to be instead of being impatient and, and, and find out what that's going to be or sitting against Yah, trying to force the course. How about I sit back and wait? Then they wait upon Yah, he shall renew their strength. That's your mount upon wing as an eagle. And they say, as you're running, not, not easy. And you're walking, not for However you want to say it. Let's look at this. And, and, and when Eden was come, then we're going to go to the 27th. And when Eden was come, his disciples went down unto the sea and entered into a ship and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was now dark. They couldn't see nothing. And Yahushua was not come to them. And the sea arose by a reason of a great wind that blew. There's a rising jack. So, so, so when they had rode about 20, uh, about five and 20 or, or 30 furlongs, to, they see Yahushua walking on the sea and drawing nigh to the ship, and they were scared. Man, what they going to pick? Ah! You know how you do. What that? Ah! <laughs> you know what's coming over there? A, a, a hook or something. <laughs> a mermaid, a, a ghost. <laughs> you freaking out. But he, they heard his voice, his sheep, in the, even in the situation like that. But he said unto them, uh, it is I, be not afraid. Uh, then they went willingly to receive him to the ship, and immediately the ship was at the end of the land where they went. Let's go to, let's go to Luke. This is Mashiach walking on Wadi. Hey, Wadi. Nine. Luke 9, and when he fit the, feet, the, feet, the, feet, the five stacks, it ain't on him then. So let's go to Mark then. Let's go to Mark. We're going we're gonna to find the account with more than one. But it's the same thing, it's just everybody uh, got different. Everybody got different, um, what you call it? This is how I see. Like my wife will always tell me. Yeah, let me tell you, you're right. Let me tell you the right way, because you you're gonna leave something out. No, she that has to do me, y'all. You're gonna leave something out. Let me just tell you the right way. <laughs> Cause I know you ain't gonna see your thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna see everything. Let's, somebody help me find when Peter walked on the water with Yahushua. So it, this is March, it was four four thousand. 
Mark, I just get like it in. Y'all don't like the hip these days. <laughs> we looking, we looking. <laughs> Matthew, thank you, sweet, sweet dear. You're looking a beautiful day, too. Matthew 14, 27. Thank you. Uh-oh, I'm starting. I'm, 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 I'm going to start uh, the whole thing. I'm going to start all the way up here to uh, 22. So we can see, so we can see the beginning. And straightway Yahushua constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And um, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when he was and when evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship that was that was now in the midst of the sea tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Yahushua went went unto them. And walked on the sea. And when his disciples saw it walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out and fear, Oh, what's that? But straightway Yahushua spake, uh, spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer in this eye. Be not afraid, because y'all don't give the spirit of fear. You can't be scared of me. I got you. And Peter answered him and said, Master, Master, if it, if it, if it be thou, then bid me to come unto thee, unto thee on the water. Because Peter believed in him too. And he said, come. And Peter was come down out of the ship on the water. Now, listen, he had to get, he had to get over the thing. And I, don't, I don't know how big the ship was, but he did, he did have to climb over. Then, not only if he jumped over and just landed on the water like that, or he kind of let himself down. But he came over the thing and got down. And, and, and he said, come, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Yahushua. Now, that's amazing. That took, man, you're going to drown, how this water turned. You can see how that water turned. You can't handle that, Peter. Now, Peter was a fisherman. I'm pretty sure he probably seen all kinds of stuff out there on that water. Boats break, sink, stuff happen because of how water is. But Mashiach tell him in a storm now, come on. And when he and he came out the ship and walked on the water to go to Yahushua, based off faith, based off what he said, come, you say, come, here I, here I is, and he get out there. But then when he get out there, he get off in his feelings because of what's going on around him. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he going on what he made, going on what he seen. At first, when he stepped out, he got out by faith because he got out by a word. But then when he got out there and was walking by faith, he started going on what he saw, what he was seeing. He got in his flesh. He started going on what he was seeing and out on faith because he saw the wind boisterous. Now he was scared. And then because he didn't have no faith, he started going down slow. I don't know how slow he was going down. He started sinking though. He cried, Master, save me. And immediately he was just stretched forth his hand. And when he was struggling in his faith, even struggling in your faith, you grab to him, he'll pull you back up. But you gotta just believe him though. You, you can't sit there and be on oh, the drown and dead. 
least cry out to him and hit, hit both face back up. And immediately he stretched up his hand and caught him. And he said to him, Oh, you of little faith. Wherefore did thou doubt? Because the water wind in the way. I seen the wind blowing. It's rough out here. My, 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 my light bill do. My phone bill too. The car no slow. My house about to go. You know, these things get the best of us. Headache time. You know Stress, stroke, heart attack. You know, stuff like that begin to happen because of that. Lack of faith. Why'd you doubt? Because I gave you my word, but you focus on the wind. Can't be like that. But guess what? He gave enough faith that he cried out. And, and when he and when he cried, before they got back to the boat, he's talking to him out there in the middle of the water. What you down for? I got you. And then and then they were coming to the ship when and the, the wind ceased. And guess what? When he got him, the wind didn't stop blowing. The wind didn't stop blowing, so they got back in the boat in the ship. Most high, he'll he'll show you how to walk through the storm, providing for you, keeping you safe. All you gotta do is have faith. But many of us don't have that kind of faith, so we'll drown. I hope y'all can see what I'm saying. And when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshiped him, said of a truth, thou art the son of our hand. That is amazing to me. Hallelujah. Anybody got any comments or questions? Good gracious. What 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 great to say? Good goobly woo. Man, it's amazing to me. What amazes me also in that account, anytime I read it from John, that as soon as he got on the boat, they were instantly at the place where, you know, they were going to. It's like they were transported instantly to wherever they had to be. Transported instantly. Let's, let's look at that. <laughs> Right, they was already there, and immediately shoot at the land where they went. Mm -hmm. the, the, that 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 command never did stop moving. You mm -hmm. know how far people kept walking back to that boat. While he was walking there, he probably wasn't even wet. Nope. <laughs> he drenched. He was straight, and they got to the place where they were supposed to go. Only by faith, though. I mean, I know a lady named Miss Rice, and she said, "By faith, Abraham had a son." She can sing that song. By faith, everything is done by faith. By faith is not you believing in your own mind, then think y'all gonna back you up. By faith is you believing what y'all say. You don't listen to your own mind. Your own mind will get you in trouble. What does Proverbs 3 say? Trust me. We'll read it if we're going to read 27. I don't want you because I don't know what it say. Well, I'm going to help you see. I'm going to let you see what it say. <laughs> Verse 1. My son, forget not my Torah, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add unto thee. Y'all's commandments. And let not mercy and truth forsake you. 
but bind them about your neck. What? Your mercy and truth. Write them on the table of thine heart. Your heart is your intellect, your emotions. This is your heart right here. Your mind. Now, some folks think back in the Bible days, the heart was in the kidneys. That's in the deep place of your body. That was in, in, in the inner you. But your heart is your mind. Not this thing they call it, this muscle in the, in the middle of your chest that pumps this blood. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them about your neck. Write them up on the table of thine heart. And when you do that, so you're going to find favor. And guess what else you're going to find? Good understanding in the sight of Elohim and man. And then what it tells us? Trust in Yah with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. But what? In all your ways acknowledge Yah. He shall direct your path. You got to believe that. Be not wise in your own eyes. But fear Yah and keep his commandments. Excuse me. Fear Yah and depart from evil. It shall be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. Honor Yah with all your substance. With the first fruit of all thine increase. That's Torah. So shall your barns be filled with plenty, and your presses shall burst forth with new wine. My son, despite the chastening of Yah, when you're going through trials and things have arrived, don't be weary of his correction. For whom Yah love, he corrected, even as a father, the son in whom he delighted. I can read this whole chapter. This is a good old chapter right there. Let's go ahead. And so, 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 so don't, don't, don't listen to your, to your own heart, to your own mind. Walk by faith. We all have to. We all do. Every last one of us. And we got to learn how to hold on. When I was young, I seen a lot of old people that older than me passed away early. Some of them died because of stressing. Because stress caused other complications, health issues. Some folks be 30 years old, 30, in their 30s, in their 20s, head full of gray hair. Hollywood is it's hereditary. Some, sometimes it comes from stress. If your daddy had one full of gray, and mama had one full of gray, and your grandparents had one full of gray, and you were in your family with, a, with, 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 the, with, the, with the full of gray hair in your head. And then hereditary, that's you stressing. My hair one point in time in life when I was knee high to a grand well, a few years ago, was coming out because of stress. I'm trying to go get the grease and put it in my hair, make the hair grow, when well, nothing that happened. Thin in the top. I remember one time when we was getting braids, I had to lay, I, I cut the lady, I, I would go to the salon to get, get our hair braided or whatever, and cut the lady putting weave in my head. Hurt my feelings. My, my wife at one time told me that, like I had cow licking in my head. <laughs> then I'll you know, the cow to lick. <laughs> you know, and you know what, what made my hair start growing back? I stopped worrying. I stopped stressing. And this is all mine. Might not be longer than somebody else, but 
all is mine. Well, this is stress. We talking about no style I pick. Hey, yeah, they hate even pray for them. But um, stress can kill you. Can make you miss out on the promise of Yah. And a lot of times, stress comes from stress causes us to be disobedient. And we start making decisions on our own, trying to rob people to PayPal so John can have some. When you're just stressing, when the commandments is easy, obey Yah, give. Give your increase, keep the feast, love your neighbor. Simple, simple commandments that are so hard for us to do and believe. Ain't that, ain't that crazy? That's how you know, man. We, man, come on. You ain't nothing but a bubble on the water. Thinking you gone. Life ain't nothing but a vapor. Don't choke. You out of here. You sit here work, but you humble yourself and just follow y'all. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go and try something. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. So let's go uh, do the Romani. Do the Romani. Do the Romani. 27. And Moses, thank you. And Moses with the elders of Israel commanded him, excuse me, and Moses with the elders of Israel commanded the people, saying, keep all the commandments which I command you this day. And it shall be on the day when you shall pass over Jordan unto the land which your hood you might have wanted to give thee, that thou shalt set thee up great stones and plaster thee with plaster. And thou write upon them all the words of this law. When thou art passed over, that thou mayest go in unto the land which Yahuwah your mighty one give thee, a land that floweth with milk and honey, as Yahuwah the mighty one of your fathers have promised thee. Therefore it shall be, when you be gone over Jordan, that you shall set up these stones, which I command you this day at Mount Ebal, and thou shalt plaster them with plaster, and there shall and there shall I buy, build an altar unto Yah, your mighty one, an altar of stones. Thou shalt not lift up any iron tool upon them. Thou shalt build the altar of Yah, your mighty one, of whole stones. And thou shalt offer burnt offerings thereon unto Yahuwah, your mighty one. And thou shalt offer peace offerings. There and rejoice before you who are your mighty one, and thou shalt write upon the stones all the words of this law very plainly. Keep it before you. Thou shalt, I'm Yahuwah, don't have nobody before me, thou shalt not kill, you know, Yah's Torah, his words. And Moses and the priests, the Levites, spake unto all Israel, saying, Take heed and hearken, O Israel, this day thou art become the people of, of Allahim. Thus shalt thou, excuse me, thou shalt therefore obey the voice of Yah, your mighty one, and do his commandments and his statutes, which I, which I command thee this day. And Moses charged the people the same day, saying, These shall stand upon Mount Gerizim to bless the people when you are come over to Jordan, Simeon and Levi and Judah and Issachar, and Joseph, and Benjamin. And these shall stand upon Mount Ebal 
to curse, to curse Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulon, Dan, and Naphtali. And the Levites shall speak and say unto all the men of Israel with a loud voice, Curse be the man that maketh any graven image or molten image and abomination unto Yah, uh, the work of, of the hands of a craftsman, and put it in the secret place. And all the people shall answer and say, Amen. Curse be he that set of light by his father or his mother, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be he that remove his neighbor's landmark, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be he that make the blind to wander out of the way, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be he that perverteth the judgment of the stranger, fatherless and widow, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be he that lied with his father's wife, because he uncovered his father's skirt, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be he that lied with any manner of beast, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be he that lied with his sister, the daughter of his father, or the daughter of his mother, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be he that lie with his that lieth with his mother-in-law, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be he that smiteth his neighbor secretly, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be he that take reward to slay an innocent person, and all the people shall say, Amen. Curse be, curse be he that confirmeth not all the words of this law to do them. Mm. <laughs> and all the people shall say, Ah, Amen. Now that 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 that, that last one right there, when you don't do them, goodness gracious. Let's go back to one. Let's let's talk about it. So now, Moses said, "Now I command most commanded people command keep all the commandments." which I command you this day. Now remember, he's talking to them before they go into the promised land. Somebody, why did we, our forefathers, get put out of the land? They did what? That you in. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. The unbelief. And disobedience. That's the truth. They didn't do none yet. Man, look here, they ran, they ran amok. Everything that y'all said to do, they didn't do. Remember now, Jeroboam, the son of the bot, boy, he made he made peace from the whole folks of the land. They started, they, they ooh, man, trouble. Anyway. And this shall be when you pass over the Jordan unto the land which Yahuwah, your mighty one, give you, you shall set you up great stones and plaster them with plaster. Slack. Line. You, 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 you shall set them up and plaster them so you can write upon them and engrave in them or write upon them. Not with an iron tool. The words that Yah, the words of the of the, of the of the law. When you are to when you are to pass over 
Thou mayest go in unto the land which Yahuwah your mighty one give thee, a land that flows with and honey, as Yahuwah had promised thee. So they're they, they supposed to get over there in that land and write Yah's word on them stones. Why? So they can, so they can always see it. It's performed when they come when they're coming in and when they're going out, when they're moving, they should always have Yah's word. You know, I say this of the truth. When we do not get in Yah's word, it's um we get weak. You know, uh what, 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 I was in the shower, then it, it came to mind. I seen I seen that saying it says one one week without the word makes one weak. Now, I read that somewhere, but that would say one week without the word makes one week. But one W-E-E-K without the word makes one W-E-A-K. That's the truth. When you, and not just weaken your feeling, your emotions, but when you don't know or keep God's word before you, giving God's word to build that relationship, how do you overcome? How do you know how, to, how how do you overcome? How do you how do you make it? Because you don't have no instruction. If Yah's our father, we're his son, a wise son and daughter will listen to the instruction of their father and their mother. But when you don't put it before you, when you don't keep it before you, and I and I, I don't mean you know today we're gonna read. Uh, uh, Proverbs twelve, and then we go tomorrow. We're gonna be in First Corinthians two, and then and then the end of that Second Timothy three and two. I mean, just start, just just start with one one book, and read the whole book, just chapter for chapter, chapter for chapter, and go to the next book. Then you go to the next book, and you go back to the, the book you just read. You start, you, then you can start precepting, because you start seeing something in that book that they said in this book, and so on and so forth. And so then when you start going through life, you know, and, and, and trials start showing up, then you got Yah's word to remember. How the most high brought Moses before old and see home and said, don't, don't fear, I give him this land, or how Achan did what he did and the curse thing, or with uh when Ahab like that man to build that foundation, or when Mashiach started giving his parables. You know, when I was coming up, a lot of folks didn't tell about Eliyahu, excuse me, Elisha, when that when that man brought him that um the first fruits and, 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 and he said feed the people and then uh they said well then the servant said um he was like well what about we don't have enough i already spoke he said feeding y'all said it's gonna be some some more left some thereof so they ate and it was more it was a lot of food left so yahushua is not the first man that fed a lot of people like that it's in the prophet second king spoke but when you ain't never read you you have nothing to back up to back you up. You have nothing to, that, that will enable you to persevere. You know, people say, you know, I've well, I read the Bible. You know, I've read the, the Bible. Well, then what does that book say? Well, I, I can't bring remembrance. Then, then did you read it outside of relationship, or, or why was you reading it? Because see, a lot a lot of times too, us we think that when we read it, it's for knowledge sake. Who cares about your knowledge? Knowledge puffs up. It's prideful. Wise men win souls. You want to read that word to gain wisdom. That's what pleased y'all when Solomon prayed. It, it blessed y'all's heart to hear Solomon say he needs some wisdom to be able to live for him. Y'all said, what? Well, look out. And gave it to him. Y'all appeared before Solomon twice. Who can say that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he gave him wisdom. And wisdom 
according to Proverbs, it's the principal thing. So then therefore get wisdom. But now you're getting, get understanding. But you know, we don't we, we don't put God's word on our heart. How do you expect to survive? Even the most I said in Deuteronomy 8, he said he suffered you to hunger. That man might know that you may know that man don't live by what? Bread only. But you live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah. So how are you going to be able to overcome any kind of temptations, any kind of trials, any kind of tests? How are you going to be able to make it if you don't have Yah's word? How do you know how to live? You know how many folks I've heard tell me that Eber was the first Hebrew? Eber. Show me in the Bible that. It's not in the Bible. That's something you heard somebody say because you ain't read it in the Bible. I've been hearing folks quote so many scriptures, man. It made me sick to my stomach a lot of times. Because they be straight out of context. It don't be what they be meaning. And that's people who you ain't read. You have not read them to say no, no such tomfoolery. Now, and I mean what I'm saying to you. Because if you read it, you wouldn't say certain things you say. You wouldn't even quote this scripture for the situation. Because you know it don't mean that. And you wouldn't dare try to misunderstand y'all right country when, when you know y'all wasn't meaning that. It's like having a false witness with you. When 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 the false witness came to Mashiach, and when he said he's gonna tear this temple down and build up in three days, they said he think he's gonna tear the temple down. When when they clearly says he was thinking of his body, talk about his body dying three days. You know what I'm saying? Or even when you look in uh what was it in John 6, he starts about him, him being the bread. They came there from the Shemayim. Moses gave you, Moses gave you the man. It's my father that gave you that man. And he said, your daddy ate the man and died. Why? Because y'all, because they, they had no faith. Y'all is not a God of the dead. He's a God of the living. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Those who have salvation and born again, we just go to sleep. And we get back up. And while we're asleep when anybody is, we may be over there in Abraham's bosom. What people call heaven, you know, until it's time to get back up. You know, but if you don't have God's word, how are you going to overcome? How are you going to make it? I'm talking about all of us. Man, I ain't no better than y'all. I ain't no better than you. You ain't no better than me. And the most high is no respect to our persons. We have to learn how to really try to, to depend on it. But me as a leader, and I'm telling you too now here, every last one of you, I'm talking to you, look here, straight from the shoulder too, too about it. If you talk about you a leader, you be doing instead of you talking so much. Because you talking, being intelligent don't mean nothing. What are you doing to show you mean what you say? What are you doing to show you live like that? What are you doing to show that you live like that? Are you obeying y'all too? Because you're going to go through trials. You're going to have a need in certain things. Are you still going to obey y'all? Because that's what a leader do. A leader going to do. So folks can follow your obedience. Or follow your faith. People don't, people shouldn't gravitate to you because you know something. You can break the scripture down and, 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 and precept. Can you live what you're talking about? Because that's more impactful. Living what you say is more effective than saying something. Live it. Or, or shut up. You know, plain as day. I mean, or, or excuse me, plain, plain as simple. <laughs> okay. Um, and you shall write them upon and you shall write upon them. Anybody got anything to say before I go any further on here? Anybody? 
and thou shalt write upon them all the words of this law. When you are put, put uh, when thou art passed over, that thou mayest go in unto the land which Yahuwah your mighty one had uh, give thee, a land flowing milk and honey, as Yah, the mighty one of your fathers, had promised thee. Therefore, it shall be when you are going over the Jordan that you shall set up these stones, which I command uh, you this day in Mount Ebal, and thou shalt plaster them with plaster. And there you shall build an altar unto Yah, your mighty one, an altar of stones, and shall not lift any iron tool upon them. You shouldn't make nothing to put Yah's word on some. You should be trying to ting, 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 man make it, and then says Yah. Just get what Yah made naturally and put it up for what Yah got. But you know what we try to do when we when we see that you know it don't look right. <laughs> we try to adjust it and fix it ourselves because we don't think anything y'all made is good. Sometimes we get, get down all the time, get past you and use everything that y'all gives you. Don't put no iron stone upon them. Don't change nothing. Don't alter it. Don't build different, but do it how y'all says. You shall build the altar of y'all, of whole stones, and you shall offer burnt offerings thereon unto Yahuwah, your Elohim, your mighty one, and thou shalt offer peace offerings, and there, uh, and, and 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 shall eat there, and rejoice before Yah, your mighty one, and thou shalt write upon the stones all the words of this law plainly. Hallelujah. Anybody, you have anything you want to say now? Because uh, I'll let you let you let, let you get your comments out. Anybody else as well? That you should write upon the stones all the words of the law. Now, I think that's amazing. I think you can see more, a lot of stuff in there just having that stony heart. <laughs> you need to write the words, of, the words of y'all on your stony hearts and make it a soft heart, a heart of flesh. Anything you want to say? Nah, nobody. I'm just saying something. You, you, you want to say something? Oh, well, come on, say it. You want to hold on? Okay, well, okay, well, praise y'all. Praise y'all. So now, and and, and, and Moses, now, the, 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 now I want to say this. Moses was a Kohathite. So was Aaron. There's all the priests from the Kohathites. But the priests, excuse me, from the Kohathites had to be from the bloodline of Aaron. The high priest and the priest. Then the other Kohathites carried the most holy things and everything in the tabernacle. How do I know this? Well, I'm going to show you. <laughs> Let's go to Exodus. Exodus. Making brick without straw. I, mean, I just got finished with this. I was, I was just in just in exit the other day. I just take my time. Okay. I said you can have find find out why I said thank you, son. That's my junior. 
Appreciate it. Now, let's read. This is the geology, the geology of Moses and Aaron. These be the heads of the fathers of their father's house, the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, Hanok and Palu, Hezron and Carmi. Excuse me, I'm sorry, y'all. And these be the families of Reuben, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, this man, Jemuel, and Jamin or Jamin, and uh, Ohad or Ohad, Yahin, or Jachin, uh, uh, Zohar, thank you, and Shaul, the son of the Canaanitish woman. Uh, these are the families of Simeon, and these are the names of the sons of Levi. Levi's sons. These are the names of the sons of Levi, according to their generations. Gershon and Kohath and Merari. And the years of the life of Levi are, were 137 years. The sons of Gershon, Libni, Shem, Shemai, according to their families. And the sons of Kohath was Amram. So Amram is Moses' damn daddy. So the sons of Kohath, a Kohath was Amram, Izhar, and Hebron, and Uziel, and the years of the life of Kohath were 133 years. And the sons of Merari were Mahali and Mushi. These are the families of Levi according to their generations. And Amram took Jehokabed, his father's sister, his father's sister, the wife, and she bare him Aharon and Moses. And the years of the life of Amram were 137 years. And Ishar, Korah, Nepheg, and Zachary, Zachary, and then the sons of Uzel, and Mishalel, and Elizaphan, and Zithri, and Aaron took him, Elisheba, daughter of Aminadab, daughter of Nashon, the wife of Shebahim, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, Itamar, and the sons of Korah, Asir, Elkanah, and Abisai. These are the fellows of the core heights. That's why Cora wanted to go more than you know what I'm saying and, 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 and rehab it. Now, so Moses them is from the sons of Kohath, the Kohathites. So that I, that I, that's what I want to bring out to y'all as well. That I thought was interesting this week from just trying to bring out there. But also I want to address one more thing, then we're gonna get back up to onto this lesson. You hear if you hear another man tell you that most I don't use, you can't use what he said. Paul said, "Woman can preach." Let me tell you something. If it, if if if, if, if anybody go against the apostles, the prophets and God's word, you could listen to them. A man tell you that y'all can't use a woman, he's lying to you. He lying. The most High himself gave a woman as a leader to Israel before Deborah. I'm just gonna read just first four, four verses of uh, four verses of Micah. Hear you now what Yahuwah saying. It's the prophets. Arise, contend, thou before the mountains, let the hills hear your voice. Hear, O you mountains, Yah's controversy, and be and be and be ye strong, foundations of the earth. For Yahuwah have a controversy with his people. Yeah, he got a problem with you. He'll plead with Israel. Oh my people, what have I done unto thee? What have I done to you? And wherein have I wearied thee? Testify against me, for I brought you up out of the land of Egypt 
and redeemed thee out of the house of service. And I sent thee, and I sent before thee Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. Y'all did that. And that's a woman. He made a leader over Israel. <laughs> Even though she did wrong, what she did, talking or whatever, most high rebuked her and gave her, gave her, you know what I'm saying? You got to remember Miriam, so you want to deal with this. She still was your leader. Come on now. We still had, come on, we was young. We had aunties that did wrong. They still never do this. Man, look here. We had aunties that smoked crack, aunties that was alcoholics, aunties that was, was, was freaks in the street. They still whoop you. Be bad, friend, auntie or beat monster. She's still gonna whoop you. I don't care. You you nine, ten, you eight, you been she gonna and, and, and your mama ain't gonna say nothing. Cause that's your sister. You're gonna respect her. I don't care what she do. <laughs> Come on now. I had a granddad I ain't, I barely seen sober. Until he was in the penitentiary or sick. I still think yes, sir, to him. <laughs> Regardless of what he did. So come on now, quit playing. But anyway, let's, let's get on back on over here. Let's get on back on over here. Let's stay focused. You know, so I just wanted to bring that out. That Moses was from the was from the he was a, a um from the sons of Kohathite, Amram. Heavy, because cause cause, cause only had three sons. Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Now, and Moses and the priests, the Levites, spake unto all Israel, saying, Take heed, Shema, Israel, this day you are become the people of Yah. You into because what's going on is Moses is giving them instructions. They say, Amen, and they're entering into a covenant. It's like talk, a man talking to a woman. You know, when a man meet a woman, when a man loves a woman, when a man meet a woman, and he want to marry this woman, and she want to marry that man, they're going to talk about everything. It's just like, just like you know, when I found your forefathers over the flood, and I came over here, and I got no, you know how you talk? A man going to say, girl, I was born, I was born, you know, on this day. In 1900 and something, or 2000 and something. My mama named Jeffrey, my dad named Earl, you know, something like that. Jeff could be a girl named too. Wilma, didn't he? I'm just making up, you know. And he said, you know, when I was in the fifth grade, I did that. When I was in third grade, I was in the band, you know, things of that nature. What What do you like in a person? You know, because I don't need you. I don't want you because you, you want to learn how to trust them, you know. You know, I don't need a woman that got too many friends. You know, now I me and my wife talk. I talk to her. Is you gonna have friends? You know, cause you know, you gonna have friends. And I'm gonna have friends to the opposite sex. And we agree from the beginning. It's only gonna be you. I ain't no friends like that. You know, I know friends at work, and you see friends over here. But you and your friend ain't riding around all the time no more. Now, cause now me and you friends. You know that kind of. You ain't gonna have no person, no close friend like me. Now, how you feel about this? How you feel about that? You know, we, we get to know each other. You know, that's what I'm trying to say to you. What, what do you believe in? Because you got some people that believe in that. You got some people who who, who, who grow, go out through life and don't, wear, and don't wear no deodorant. And so then he might look he might look good to you. Handsome, but you might can't stand, can't, can't stand being, you know, be up under them. You know what I'm saying? People, whoo! Especially in the car with him. The windows up too. 
in his hot oil window down there, he, he just he, in the nose like that. You look good, but goodness gracious, you know what I'm saying? And so, and so you want to talk to him, you know what I'm saying? They say maybe maybe they're coaching, and you talking to him, you trying to say, you know, when we're gonna be together, you gotta leave put on some some some, 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 some suave or something. You trying to, well, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna put no suave on. Then you know, then we ain't gonna make it because I can't do this. Because you, know, you 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 talking to him, he's been like everything else, and, 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 and you remember when you was a little kid, you got a whooping for being stinky. You know, mama, I remember one time when I was a little kid, and I may have been in sixth grade, fifth grade, and my feet, look here, my feet were so stinking. You know how little boys, some of the boys don't want to get in the bath, they, 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 they go get wet when they get out, they don't really wash up. Some girls too, I raised both, you know, you got to talk to them, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't saying my, little, my girls were stinking, because my wife, when they came down to bath time, she turned to a whole other monster. It was mean, you better, my wife, my wife's temperature in the shower in the water is fine. <laughs> you, if you take a shower, your skin might melt. You gotta beg to put on put some cold water in there. <laughs> so uh so so and my, and my feet and my and my feet, boy, look here, was spinning like some of everything. And my mama woke me up by my sleep. With a whooping, you better get your. And she didn't say in neither. She said other word. Get your saw. <laughs> My mama said, "Get your saw in there." <laughs> and you better take a bat and whoop me. Look, you beat the brakes off me for having stinking feet. So some folks was raised up different. So 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 when you come into a relationship, you want to talk to this person so you know what you're getting into. And even into when it comes into getting in a relationship, me and my sons talk. You know, and, and, I, and I, I try to talk to my daughters because my, my wife can give my daughters most but I can tell my daughter, you know, how a man ain't gonna carry himself. So me and my sons talk, and I tell my daughters, you know, when you meet a female, in order for her to like you, you gotta be yourself. You got you gotta be yourself. You can't be trying to impress her and not being you. You because who she fall in love with, she goes that's who she expect to be with. Do it forever, cause that's the one she fall in love with. So if you coming on there act like you a baller and you ain't really no baller, don't come act like no baller, right? Just come being yourself. That way she gonna like you for you, and quit being scared to go up to the girl. You might go to the girl and, and she might look like Foxy Brown, Halle Berry, but she might have bunions on her feet. You just get talked to her, but she got a whole bunion on the left side of her foot, and she had she out there, her, or her breath might stink. Or she may look, be looking good, and you go and say, hey, how you doing? She be like, hi. How are you? A studying problem. And here you will scared to talk to her, because how she looks, when you don't even know her yet. So the best way to get to know, the best way to enter into any relationship with anybody is, you have to know that full person. And you got to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Especially if y'all trying to come together to be together the rest of your life. You got to know every up and down. You got to know what they scared of, what they don't, what they, what they like, what they don't like. They might talk too much, but they still cute to you. You know, either way it go, they might be, they different, but they cute. You want to understand. For example, again, me and my wife when I first met her, we was in idolatry, but she was in what they call Church of God in Christ. I was in Baptist. And, and, and when we come from they be, when they when they were preaching, they've been there, ah, I tell you, oh, oh God, hoping the door, 
Oh Lord, make a way. They talk like that, right? But oh, they, they don't have no piano. They don't have no nothing. They just hooping. But where she come from, they got keyboards. They they dance. They lay hand, lay the flow. You know, and, and I thought they was crazy. I thought they was crazy. Now my wife, what got me is. Cause she was pretty. She was. She. She still is ready too. But that wasn't good enough for me. Cause they, they crazy. You know what I'm saying to you. So what got me was her lifestyle that she lived. She. She. I saw her outside of, you know, church. So she. So she was. Um. She kept a Bible with her. She always prayed. She she was different. She met with and, and, and that was more attractive to me than anything because I seen her live something beyond just the church. And that's what got me. It wasn't what she was saying, it was what she was doing. But I had to come into an understanding to get to know her before I made a covenant with her. And we've been 26 years strong, been knowing each other for 30 years. Been 30 years strong. Yeah, all her kids by me, you know, now. You know what I'm saying? I every last one of them, you know, but. You can't go this this long being fake. You know what I'm saying to you? Being being uh, abusive, being uh, being unfaithful, uh, being um no, because because some going because because the because if, if if you if you was like that in the beginning, and you trying to hide when you first get into this covenant, guess what? It's gonna come out. That's the problem with Israel. They would just say amen to a whole lot of stuff that wasn't real to them. But y'all were serious and they kept warning them about it. Let's look at it. I'm sorry, y'all. Please forgive me. So, and Moses and the priest, the Levites, spake unto all Israel, saying, Take heed and hearken, O Israel, this day you are become the people of Yahuwah, your mighty one, because they're going to the covenant. So now you can become this people. Thou shalt shall therefore obey the voice of Yah. You're a mighty one, and do his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Now, this right here is showing Israel as the, as the bride, because a woman that marries her husband has to submit to him. She got to respect him, follow his lead. Not saying she don't have no voice, not saying that she don't matter, but I am saying he the head. So even at times when he make a decision or, 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 or to do something that you don't agree with, it don't mean you work against him. It means you should submit to it, even at times you don't understand. I ain't talking about him, him running the family and running the family of Mark. I'm talking about him making a decision that's a tough one that you might say, no, nah, I don't agree with. Because sometimes in a marriage, as being the head of the husband, the wife might say, no. The husband still got to do it, even if she don't like it. And she can't lead him, hold her body back from him, because she don't like what he say. She got to submit to him and trust him as the head, because she might not agree with it, but she loves him enough to trust him and to obey him. That's even that's an example of faith when it comes to Yah. You got to obey Yah's commandments. Even if you don't understand, even if you don't like it, even if you can't see it, 
Now, in a natural, it's been it's been plenty of time being transparent. The I as the, the husband of our family want to do something, and my wife said no, and, and I don't want to do it, and I should have listened. I admit that, and because I didn't listen to my wife, guess what? We <laughs> we fail sometimes, but it's been times that I've been right. But even in that, in the times that I've been wrong, I can say now, out of all these years been married, my wife followed me anywhere I go. She'll follow me, boy. I appreciate that too, and I love her because I, I sit back like she will follow my crazy self even in my wrong and tell me, you know, I told you and help me get out of it and walk me through it. But that that's that's called a covenant. That's called a relationship. So when it comes down to Israel obeying Yah, the only way for Israel to obey Yah is for Israel to get past Israel. And then Israel can't be looking at, at the other nations, or excuse me, the woman can't be looking to the other house. So, you know, well, Earl treat Betty like this, or Earl took Betty over here, or Earl bought Betty this. Well, my name ain't Earl. My name's Stevie. And we don't have Earl and Betty's money, uh, 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 Wilma. We got Stevie and Wilma's money. We live in Stevie and Wilma's house. So Israel came in, they got the other nations having a desire to be like them when they should be focused on Yah and having a desire to obey his commands. So, so when you come into a covenant, the most high talking to him. He, he getting in to prepare themselves. This is what uh, was expected. So we come into a covenant, so you got to obey the voice of Yah, your mighty one, and do his commandments and his statutes, the command deed this day. Because see, in this thing, we're making an agreement. We're making an agreement. Well, give me a few more minutes. We're going to keep the feast. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna keep the Shabbat. We're going to love each other. We're going to help each other. This is an agreement. And we need to understand this. So now, and Moses charged the people the same day, saying, saying, uh, these shall stand upon Mount Gerizim, to bless the people. When you are coming over Jordan, uh, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin. They're going to bless the people. And these shall stand upon, upon Mount Ebal where they are to curse Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulun, Dan, and Naphtali. And the Levites, all the ones who y'all spread out through the midst of Israel, they're going to speak with a loud voice. And the Levites shall speak unto all the men of Israel with a loud voice. Cursed be the man that make any graven image or molten image and abomination unto Yah the work of the hands of a craftsman and put it in a secret place and all the people shall answer and say, so be it. Or I support that. Amen means I support you. So be it to be completed. But it also means I support what you are saying. I agree with it. I'm going to be faithful to it. So now, where did they get that from? Well, the most I told them in the Torah, in his words, in Deuteronomy 6 and 4, 5, and 6, also Exodus 20. And he told them in Deuteronomy, when I spoke to you, how do y'all speak to us, somebody? By his word. And he told them in, 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 in the beginning of Deuteronomy, when I spoke to you, you didn't see you 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 didn't see um you didn't see nothing. Let me see. Let me, let me, look here. He said, "You shall you shall not make any graven image, 
or any likeness of anything that is what in the sky, in the heaven above, or in the earth beneath his own that's in the earth, or in the waters under the earth. So you don't make no no bird flying around with a, a stick in his mouth with a leaf talking about that, that represents the Holy Ghost. Y'all say don't do that. You don't have no cross with no man on it. You don't have no crescent moon. That's an image of crescent moon with a star is the image of the sky, right? A cross on the earth is what? Wood with a man on it. Represent your savior. No. Or fish. Wait a minute. The Bible says this. You shall not make any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the waters beneath the earth. You shall not fall to the foot of the cross or bow down yourself unto them. Nor serve them. For I, Yahuwah, your mighty one, I'm a jealous heir, visiting the iniquity of the fathers until the third and fourth generation, right? Of them that hate me. So the most high says that we don't we don't make these images. So now, cause why? Let's start here. And Moses called all Israel and said unto them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and the judgments which I speak in your ears this day, that you may learn them and keep and do them. Yahuwah, our mighty one, made a what? A covenant with us in Horeb. And Yahuwah made not this covenant with our fathers, but with us, even us, who are who are all of us here alive today. And what did it say? It said, y'all did. Y'all talk with you what? Face to face. In the mount, out of the midst of the fire. That's what y'all did. So we so we don't we don't look at no images. We walk by what? Y'all's word. By what he say? By faith. Not by something we looking at to represent him. I stood between y'all and you at that time to show you the word of y'all. For you were afraid by reason of the fire and went not up into the mount. He said, I'm Yahuwah, your mighty one, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. So when they so 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 when the Levites scream out loud and they say, Curse be the man that does this, guess what just happened? That means that you disobey Yah by breaking the ten, one of the Ten Commandments, having a graven image. Curse be the man that do something like that. Mm. Ain't that something serious? Man, all day long they got they, they walk around with big gold chains on there with these crosses. <laughs> and they think it's right. And you got Catholics that have the cross in their pocket. Even the clergymen have it in their pocket. And they and that represents the Messiah. Well, that's a graven image. You got a cross. He ain't even down no cross like that. He died on the stage. He more so died with his hands up nail. Then this right here, he, 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 he on, it's on his own body weight, and they hit him by right here to hold him up. So guess what? <laughs> it could be the man that hang from a tree. Anyway, so uh, right, yeah, yes, yes, it's the same thing. It's, uh, it's idolatry. It's just that the problem is that many of them are ignorant about it, and they don't because many folks believe what they somebody said instead of reading for themselves in the Bible. But curse be the man that set up light. By his father, the spies lightly esteemed. Cursed be the man 
that said of life by his father with his mother, and all the people should say amen. So that means that when you don't honor your father and your mama, that's the 10 words that the Most High gave us again in Exodus 20 and also Deuteronomy 5, where it says what? Honor your father and your mama, thy father and thy mother, as Yahuwah, your mighty one, have commanded thee, that, that thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land. Ow, that flow of with milk and honey. So, <laughs> in the land, which is who you might want to give thee. So, so, so it says, curse be the man. That set of life by his mama. And it ain't just talking about the men, the male factors. It's talking about the girls too. But the man's a leader. He got to show you how to show that respect. And then when you go uh, 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 opposite of that, you in disobedience. So curse be the man that set of life by his father or his mother. And all the people to say amen. Now, Mashiach was walking one day. Yahushua HaMashiach was walking one day. And they came to him and asked him, well, why don't your Talmudim, what is it that? Wash their hands according to the tradition of the elders. Y'all see this right here? And, and, and it came to pass on the second Sabbath after the first that he went through the cornfields. And his disciples plucked the ears of the corn and did eat rubber in their hand. And we, we, we see in the Torah that, that you can go in the neighbor's field and glean from the right. Just can't take no, nothing, nothing with you. You can eat there. So he followed the Torah. So now the Pharisees come to him and say, hey, and some of the Pharisees said to him, why do, why do you do that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath day? Why, how, how was he breaking the Shabbat? He's not. They don't they ain't in the word. And so Yahushua answers them saying, have you not read so much as um, this guy, this guy be Matthews. Uh, I said, find the Matthew and Mark who was reading re 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 his fool. And it might be in John. And Yahushua answered them, said, Have you not read so much as this, what David did when he himself was hungry? And then we went him, how, how he went to the house of Elohim and gave and, and did uh and did take eat the showbread and gave also to them that with him. It it's not like he's talking about when he went and do eggs song in first Samuel. This is this, this isn't the one I want to find. Let's let's go to the one I want to look at. When, 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 uh, when they came to him and asked him why did the disciples wash their hands? According to the tradition of the elders, that's what I want to get to. It goes more in depth. And he rebuked them how they treat their mother and their father, break the commandments of Yah. Let's uh, let me see. It might be over here in Matthew, but anybody can help me find it. This is Bible study. Let's find it. So we can go uh, more in depth. Thank you. Matthew 15. That verse one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so now let's look at it. Then can Yahushua. Then came to Yahushua, scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, 
Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. And he answered and said unto them, Why do you also tra transgress the commandment of Elohim by your traditions? For Elohim commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother, and he that and, and, and he that cursed his father or his mother, let him die to death. But you say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever thou mayest be profited by me, and honor not his father and his mother, he shall be free. Thus have you made the commandment of Elohim a none effect by your traditions. You hypocrites did uh, well, well, uh, well did Esau prophesied to you, saying, This people draw nigh unto me with, with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for the doctrine the commandments of men. So now he telling he telling them they they was these are cursed people who came to him. Y'all talking about they don't wash their hands according to the tradition, but you don't honor your father and your mother. You like to esteem them, and you think it's okay for a man or a woman. I don't care if your mama 100 years old, is she 99 or is she 35, Jack, and you disrespect your mama and your daddy? Curse be you. It don't matter what you say. Hanging the phone up on your mama and your daddy, getting smart with them, going, doing things, looking in there, acting all crazy, talking back. The Bible says out of his own mouth, you have no excuse now. You have no more. You no longer have a cloak for your sins. Talking crazy to your mama. Even your brother and your sister fighting each other in front of your mama. Curse be you. Because you know better. They don't honor your father. What mama and dad wants to let parent do that? But she all was talking one day. And they said, well, what's the greatest commandment? Man starts, you know, you know, um, you know, that should not kill, that should not steal. Love your neighbor. So so Mashiach said, well, then you got it. Go ahead and do it. He said, the man wouldn't justify himself. Go and holler out to Yahushua. Well, who is my mama and my well, who is my neighbor? There he answered. So you just gave him a parable of a man walking and got jumped on by, by got robbed and jumped on and left for dead. He said a priest came to him and looked at him and saw him and crossed the other side. Then a Levite came to him, looked at him and saw him and crossed the other side. Then a Samaritan came. So now what he did with who his neighbor was, he talking about the, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. They warned against each other, fighting. They brothers and they killing each other. And the Levite and the priest leaving them for dead and they ain't showing no love. He's the all in the kings and the prophets. But what we'll do though, we'll, we don't want to take heed to the word of Yah. We'll go against it. Curse be the man that said like by his mom and his daddy. Or curse be the man that moved his neighbor's landmark. Trying to take away their inheritance. Trying to steal some taste that they don't belong to you. That wasn't given to you. Oh, young thief, thou shalt not steal. Curse be the man that does things of that nature. Curse be the man that make the blind to wander out of the way. Not just with the blind who can't see their natural eyes, but the ones who can't see their own way. You give them bad advice. You cause them to go down to fall down in the ditch. You know, it's, it's like you judging somebody. You know what I'm saying? Judging others. You know what I'm saying? What what, what Mashiach saying? Over here in uh in Luke 8. When you go here in Luke 8, and you see in Luke 8, when he when he because you know you got some of these folks be, 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 be lying to you and tell about some giving and shall be given, and you be thinking that's uh you be thinking well, maybe Luke's not Luke 8, it's Luke 8, ain't it? It was Luke 7. 
We're going to find about judging others. Somebody help me find that. We be thinking that, that when it says uh, giving, it shall be give, we think they're talking about giving money. It ain't talking about giving money. It's talking about judging. What was that, Luke 5? Somebody help me find that. We, we, we just taught on it. About judging. Anybody go ahead, go ahead and find that? Just the parable of sowing the seed, the purpose. Well, I just find myself because y'all because y'all ain't helping me. I'm just messing around. Anybody Matthew. Matthew, one of Matthew. Matthew seven and two. Matthew, what about the one in Luke? Uh, Matthew 6. Uh -huh. Luke 6. I mean, uh, Luke, uh, yes, Luke. Luke 6, starting at, uh, you can start at 35, 36. Okay, thank you, son. Luke yes, 6, starting at 35, 36, or 38. Thank you, Ruthie. Let's, let's look at something. I want y'all to see something. And look at this. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned for giving and be forgiven, right? He's still talking about how you judging somebody. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measures, pressed down and shaken together, and running over, shall men give it to your bosom, for with the same measure that you meet, with all this shall be mentioned to you again. This is not talking about a person giving money. Talking about how you judging them. And he's taking a parable to them. Can the blind lead the blind? Are they both, shall they both fall into the ditch? The disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is whole, complete, shall be as his master. And why beholdest thou the moat? That's in your, in your brother's eye, but perceive not the beam that's in your own. Oh, you got a whole stick inside of your head, and a man got an eye booger, and here you be looking at the book in his eye, it's instructing you, but you can't even see out your circle that beam inside of your head. Either how can you cast out your brother, uh, either how can thou uh, uh, say to thy brother, let me pour that moat that's in your eye, when thou thyself behold it, not the beam that's in your own eye. You hypocrite. Cast first the beam out of your own eye, and then shall I see clearly to pull the moat that is in thy brother's eye. So here you is, the blind and the blind. You judging folks. You leading them wrong. And it's going to come back on you the way you give it out. You ain't going to ever make it. You a young buster in the streets. You going to die and go to hell because you ain't nobody special at all. Y'all don't like you. To my talking crazy to him. Well, guess what? That's a that's not an act of love. <laughs> yeah. Curse be he that perverted of judgment of the stranger, fatherless, and the widow, and all the people shall say, Amen. You pervert of judgment. Wow. Pervert of judgment. Got them live my a whole different law than you. Treating them different, being funny toward them. Calling the fatherless bastards. 
A bastard is not a father's child, according to the Bible. A bastard is one, a bastard is one who refuses to take correction. You perverted judgment. You throwing stumbling blocks in the way. They 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 they're not a part of us. They can't be saved. They ain't got nobody. Leave them alone. They'll be all right. She crazy. You know how we do. Talk bad about folks. Put people down. But we're supposed to be in the tour of loving people. Well, in that land or in the kingdom of Yah, we don't live like that. We 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 everybody got the right righteous. We give we have righteous judgment. We know respect to a person. We don't show partiality. We love everybody equally. And we do what's right by all. Everybody say, amen. Don't want to say it, huh? Curse be he that lied with his father's wife. Because he have uncovered his father's skirt. And all the first you say, amen. Then with your daddy's wife. Now, in the Torah, of verse 18, it said, don't do that. Now, here these folks over here, tell me they love y'all. Worship y'all crying out. But, and, and, and they were there, I love you, Husha. Oh, I love you, Jesus. They crying and having a good old time. But that boy sleep with his daddy's woman. But if I step up, she don't matter. Whoa. It's reported coming that there is fornication among you. And such fornication as is not as is not so much as named among the Gentiles. That one should have his father's wife. Yeah, and you put up and you and you done puffed up. And have not read a mourn that he have done this deed, might be taken away from among you. You ain't saying nothing about it. Y'all puffed up. Look at, I ain't caring about it at all. You need to get rid of him. He need to go. You're violating Torah. You ain't living like y'all tell you to live. But the thing is, it's in the Torah. I'm not uncovering your father's nakedness. Not sleeping with your family member. You don't sleep with your daddy's wife. The dad don't sleep with his son's wife. You don't sleep with your auntie, and your uncles, and your cousins. You don't do these such things as that. You don't see what your kid folk, not like that. Your auntie, your grandmama, your daddy, and your mom. What kind of tomfoolery? See, most I got morals and, 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 and want you to show respect. But you know, and everybody said, amen. But guess what? They was doing it the whole time saying hallelujah about it. <laughs> it's crazy, ain't it? Curse with a man that lie with any man of beast. Now they got porn with beast attitude. I, when, I, when I worked for the county, I heard a man say his cousin slept with a Shetland pony. <laughs> well, he hid a Shetland pony. He didn't sleep with him. Hidden goats and sheep. Men hidden pigs, Gentiles and carrying on. Women on horses. Dogs. They make money out there these days. Even Gentiles and Hebrews who don't know the Hebrews. You curse being like that. Curse with curses he that lie with his sister, the daughter of his father, or she my half sister. It don't mean nothing. Or the daughter of his mama. And all the people should say, "Amen." I know a family that did that. I ain't gonna say their name, but they did that. Brothers and sisters with each other. It was crazy. We was young. I, I, wow. Or the man's mama-in-law. Curse be he that live with his mama-in-law. Or or the one that smiled his neighbor secretly. You 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 sneaking behind it. not just your name you next door with your brother still on him. You know what I'm saying? Boom! You just stole him and run up on them and whooped him. 
Yeah, that's a cow in the eyes. It curses me. I know a lot of folks that did this. I got one that hit me back my head with a two by four one time as a young boy. We do things like that, sneak up on folks. Or not only that, we can even get money. You even get money for doing certain things. Curse be he to take the reward to slay the innocent person. We were my man a few months ago. Alabama, Alabama put him to death last month. But but he was paid to, for hire to kill a pastor's wife in the 80s. They botched his death, uh, but then they 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 got we they the person do law, they got a new way to kill a man now in the Alabama penitentiary system. And he was scared, said, I never have no mercy. Brother, somebody paid you to kill a woman that you didn't even know. And I don't have no mercy. You curse, according to Yah's word. <laughs> you can believe in the Messiah you want to. You still did what you did. You got to eat that even in forgiveness. <laughs> curse be he that confirm of not all the words of this law. And do, to do them. And not supposed to say everything. Even you say, hallelujah. Amen. Curse be you who said amen. Then so you want to so you want to what, what it mean confirm? What it mean confirm? Decree, endure, continue to hold it up. To say, yeah, I agree with it. You say, come on, about high. Hallelujah. Amen. And you ain't doing it. You curse. <laughs> That's heavy, ain't it? That's heavy. It's important, you all, that we do the word of Yah. That we do the will of Yah. And quit just quit boring our mouth from our hallelujah. Anyway, I'm done uh, with, the, with, with, with this chapter, y'all. Next, next week, we're going to start on Deuteronomy 28. Hopefully, some folks break, wake up because, goodness gracious, this, this, this right here might, might uh, make some of us cry. Ooh. The curses. The more curses and blessings. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, it's very important, you all, that we really live the word that we talk about. And it's very important that you really look into it and examine it. You know what I'm saying? The adversary try to make it deep, difficult, difficult for you. But the most high will teach you his word and show you his word so you can get an understanding so you can know how to live it. And, and it ain't hard to live it out neither. You can live a righteous life. You can obey God's word. You just got to quit being fearful. Stop being scared. Stop walking in your feelings. And then if you are fearful, you are scared, tell y'all the truth. I'm kind of scared about doing this. Because when you talk to him about that, then he can help you stop being that and give you strength, give you the enable you to overcome. You ain't gotta be deceptive in your heart trying to hold things in. You can really tell him what's going on. He'll help you. Hallelujah. Anybody got anything to say before we pray? Nobody have anything they want to say? Okay. Hallelujah. Um, I do. Just continue to uh, strive and have faith. You know, I think every time, every single day, every day that you live, um, 
you are going to be challenged by your own mindset and by the enemy. But one thing that we can do is try our best to, to fight that, try to read our word, you know, and try to pray, regardless of what's going on. God has mercy upon us. So, you know, even if you do sin, make sure you repent. But my comment is never give up. Hallelujah. Praise Yah for the word. Thank you, bro. Praise Yah, King, for the word that went forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that y'all learn something. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Hallelujah. So, Almighty, we thank you for your mercy, Yah. Thank you for being good to us. Thank you, Yahuwah, for your compassion and your strength. Thank you for giving us your word and helping us to learn it, allowing us to, to, um, to see it, to hear it, to get an understanding in it. Help us Almighty to, be, to, to, to please take heed to it and to live by it. Not just be religious in our mind and not do your word, but to really do what 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 you command us to do, knowing that it's not grievous, it's not hard, it's not difficult. It's just us denying our own self and not walking with a corner mindset. So we thank you, Almighty, for helping us and keeping us and being with us and showing us your truth. We love you. We ask you, Almighty, to please forgive us for all of our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And we thank and give you the praise in Yahushua Hamashiach's name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Amen. You too will be back in a second.